Welcome to the IFNZ Podcast. You like what you hear? Check us out on our website, ifnzpodcast.com. As well as our Facebook page, facebook.com slash ifnzpodcast. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review for the show. It really helps us out. And as always, enjoy the show again. I, I don't know. When it's a nice day, maybe it's summer, maybe a holiday, maybe fourth of July, maybe those spring movies just came out and you'll love to let them learn. If you feel it, you'll take a moment and listen to the IFT podcast. Welcome to the episode of IFNZ Podcast, episode 78. He said episode twice. Sometimes you do that in a rap. Nope. <laughs> you, you do that in rap if you call your rap Limp Biscuit, and that's not hey, rap. It's new metal. That is the only rap that I ever grew up nah. listening to. <laughs> hey, I got some ideas. I got some uh, inventions that I think would uh, make the world a better place. But Chad, I was looking up original funny. No. <laughs> You can't look up original funny. You have to create original funny. How do I create? <laughs> I want to take your Google privileges away. You can't. It's my computer. I know. But, like, maybe I can unplug it. So here's my idea. Tell me your idea. So, one, um, I currently at work, I, I'm rocking a couple of different workstations, a couple of desks, because mm-hmm. I'm doing a couple of different vibrator jobs. vibrator chairs? And uh, no, I'm off vibrator chairs. <laughs> I, uh, but I do only have one really good stapler. And so I was thinking, how great would it be to have a stapler holster? I could uh, have like I could put on a belt when I get to work, and there's a stapler in there. Uh, it really depends on how often you use a stapler. I do frequently use Very? stapler. Yeah. Okay. So like they actually full on have uh, scissor holsters. That really? we have and use at my work every day. Yeah. I do not because I'm not. Oh, You're not I a cutter. Yeah, I mean I'm not, I'm not a slitter because there are there's a group over <laughs> there called they're called slitters <laughs> in my department. Uh, so in the slitting department, they do have those. They have because they use scissors like fucking constantly. I got you. So they actually have like a it's like a leather pouched holster that fits the type of scissors that we use out of the plant Makes in there sense. specifically. So I mean, if you're using it enough, I see no reason why not. Yeah, but they don't make one. So like, I need to invent one. I was gonna, I was ready to buy sure. a, a holster for my stapler. So here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like this would advance on Shark Tank? Um, no. <laughs> no. Okay. This is the question. I mean, like, this is something you good, to yeah. ask yourself. This is the bar that you got to set for yourself. Like, is this something no. that I'm going to be able to legitimately sell to a person? Is Mark Rubio or whatever the fuck that guy's name? Is that what his name is? I Marco have no Rubio the show. Is he going to like be like, I'm going to invest $2 million into your, into your No, but I right think now. he will invest into episodically. Um, episodically? Yeah, my, my app to, to break up TV or movies into TV no, show links. No, <laughs> no. That's a bad... Is that the second invention? No. Okay. That's not. That's an old invention that I'm just really still trying to push. No. Uh, no, I just want to buy one. I don't want to sell them. Okay. I just want a stapler holster. Okay. Um, and I also would love... We wouldn't be buying it. You'd be inventing it. You don't have to sell it either. I mean, you could just make one. For me. Yeah. Yeah. Out of, like, paper mache. I don't know if I'd do that. Uh, <laughs> leather? leather? Yeah, bound. leather I think would be good. Assless chaps? Yes. You wear those at the same time. That it doesn't fly today. <laughs> you can't do that. 
Yeah. You cannot. Are you sure? Um, no, you can. I've been reminded actually today that you can do things. It's just that people don't like them. That's true. You do those things. Yeah. It's not you that you can wear can't. assless chaps, but you can wear like pants underneath those. Yeah. Because they're just chaps. I mean, you they're, can, desi- they're designated for that. You can even just wear assless chaps <laughs> with no clothes underneath it. Sure. It's just that you may have to pay the price. What's Whatever the price? that may be. I don't know. It may be a harassment charge or maybe a fine for uh, public You're indecency. not harassing anybody, though. That's not what people think these days, though. Yeah, but you're not physically harassing anybody. You're just walking into the grocer. You mean, you but just they might like, think I'm coming on to them. No, you're not even talking or acknowledging them. You've but got your eyes. Hard. You got your eyes down, <laughs> just focused on your hard penis. But you're also needing to pick up a good thing of brie and some crackers, and then you don't acknowledge anybody until you get to the checkout counter. And then Can even at that, half the stores anymore self checkout. That's true. Good point. Can you like? Have a boner in a store? Yes. Sure. Like, what if you had uncontrollable boners? I mean, it's, if it's a condition, I mean, there's nothing you could do. And then... Cover like, it. I mean, I'm sure that there's people that... If you had uncontrollable boners and yeah. that was a thing that happened, yeah. I feel like there's something that, that a person would do in their day-to-day life to make it be concealed because it's embarrassing. What would they do? Just, like, tie it to their waistband? Like, just I don't tape know it? about tie it, tape, yeah, something just like, like that. Just, like, use some double-sided sticky tape? Mm-hmm. I don't know why you'd use double-sided. Rope. And use some rope. Yeah. Just to, uh, put a belt on your skin. Yeah. Like, Burlap sack. Just <laughs> tie it back. <laughs> Like, cause yeah, you don't typically walk around the grocery seeing anybody walking around with boners. No, not recently. Like I haven't, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody walking around in public with a boner. Mm-mm. I mean, the only person I've ever seen walking around in public with a boner is me. Have you walked around in public <laughs> with a boner recently? Um, not recently, but sometimes like, when we, where was that? Sometimes I'm just like, What's I eat public. I don't know. Maybe like a grocery store. Yeah. Like, not like it was there. Is it just a no reason or did it happen because of something? There's always no reason. Yeah. (laughs) But like, sometimes I'm just in the car and I'm getting ready to go in and like, but by the time you get through the parking lot, like it's down. Are you like rubbing it gently? Just like, go down. And I'm just like, I don't know why it doesn't go down when I keep rubbing it. Like I keep petting it down. (laughs) (laughs) But it just won't go. I'm not sure. Uh, Yeah. We should be proud of... uh, Humans in general for not having hard dicks everywhere. Yeah, like I I don't know if we appreciate the small things uh, like that enough. Yeah, right. Is it small? Uh, is the small things. Am I talking about? Um, the oh, no, the other idea is you know a camelback. You're familiar with those, like the the things you put on your back, like yes. a backpack with water. Yeah. in Jay's it. Jay's got multiples. Um, I propose a coffee camelback. That you can enjoy coffee all the time, and especially in the winter, it will keep your body warm still. I think that they have like one that's supposed to be for warm for runners too. Even yeah, like it's not necessarily in a coffee, but I mean, you could probably do a coffee in it. Yeah, but yeah. I think it, I think you can do that with it. That's what I want. Coffee Camelback. I might even yeah, coffee. Try I didn't Google that one. I didn't know if that one may exist, and I just didn't uh, just didn't do my research on it. But uh, that would be something I'd be into. Well, bizarre coffee shop ponchos <laughs> at the Camelback Resort. There we go. <laughs> That's real, real specific, but also not accurate at all whatsoever. Uh, I wonder if I just put like, uh, can you put coffee in a Camelback? Coffee in a Camelback, yeah. There you go. I like that. Oh, and, and I spelled Camelback wrong too. 
because I'm a dumb. I uh, know. It's safe. I started <laughs> out putting coffee in my hydration bladder a few years ago. It'll stain the inside of the bladder. Okay. And you will need to wash it out well after each hunt. I guess this guy's going hunting with it, which makes sense. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. I like that. I know. the same thing, too. You know, like if you said before, like if you're going hunting in the wintertime or anything like for deer or yeah. turkey or whatever it may be, that having that keep you warm, too, and keeping that in like the little camel bag. Exactly. That's pretty smart. Yeah. And it's early going, in the morning. Going on a bow shoot. I do do that. That's actual fact. Like I go on archery shoots. You're going to shoot a guy named Bo? And, uh, and uh, so, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. So apparently it says that I, I now I take hot water in mine. So I guess this guy does Who hot water. Who that? Gross. <laughs> I drink hot water. Can I put hot water on? Can I get a tea bag? Like, hot is the ass. <laughs> a tea bag in my camel bag? Then just shove, like, put the hot water in there and then shove, like, four <laughs> tea bags in there so you, like, shake it up and have a half gallon of tea. Yes. Absolutely. I'm in. And just hot water. Yes. I can't imagine somebody just willingly just drinking hot wig. water. That's it. Yeah, wig for sure. <laughs> hey, um. Hey, um, you've been playing things? You've been doing things? Yeah, of you've course been, I've been doing things. Active? I've been sexually active. Tell me about your activity. Personally or yeah. gaming? Which one you want? Personally. Personally? My daughter has been sick. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I've been taking she care okay? of her. Yeah, she's fine. She had a double ear infection. but Are you sick? Uh, kind of, I yeah. guess. Not right Everybody's now. Everybody's got it. It's like a, there's a plague. Yeah, I'm not right now. There is a plague. It's called the coronavirus. <laughs> not that one. I mean, like, there's one around here. It's like a, a month-long, yeah. like, cold. Yeah, it's the Southern Illinois coronavirus. Yeah, it's different. Uh, yeah, I've still got a little bit of that. I had the cold probably, like, a couple weeks ago, and then it still remained like a sinus thing. It's not. I don't think it's really infection, but it's still kind of in there. I keep coughing up crap still. And, uh-huh. And uh, and and got it all up in my head, but no, she had double ear infection. Um, had to give her antibiotics and stuff like that. It was the first time she's been like she's been sick before, but this is the first time she's had like really bad sick with and, like medicine and yeah, shit, like that kind of stuff. Like we had to give her the antibiotic and whatnot. Um, but uh, she's been getting better quickly. It's it's it was pretty rough there for a while where she was uh, waking up constantly there was nights where which has been a bit because she's been sleeping pretty consistently throughout the nights yeah. so there was actually nights where we had uh where we kept waking up like every 20 30 minutes because she would wake up screaming because she was just in pain oh. and uh needed to be like nursed back to sleep but if i wasn't you know down in bed with mandy and her and yeah. stuff then she would just keep screaming and waking up but Gotcha. Uh, gotten a lot better. That gotcha. was the thing. Uh, I, uh, personals, I was also going to talk about, we're going to go see Between the Birdie Me. Me and you. Did we talk about that? No, we didn't. Me I think maybe we, we mentioned it, but like not really. Me, you, and Josh yeah. Smith. Uh, we talked about potentially recording a little bonus pod for everybody. Absolutely. To have some get content. Get Josh on the show. Yeah, get Josh on the show. We'll talk about some stuff uh, in route, maybe even like... Maybe after we get to the venue first, I yeah. guess, and maybe after. I bring the shit. We could do a podcast in the hotel. Yeah, and I was gonna say afterwards we could do uh, we could do a little snippet also of, uh, of the show itself in general or just whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be fun just to do like just record like a episode that's just fucking games while we're all in the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm super stoked for it. The first time Good I got deal. to see BT Bam in four years now. The yeah. last time I saw him was 2016 at the pageant. Okay. I can't remember the last time I saw him. So. Yeah. There was a point in time when we saw him in 2007, not me and you, 
me and Thomas, Jay, and Melanie seen him in 2007. Gotcha. And then I think me and you saw him together in 2008. We've seen him two or three times. I can't remember. Yeah. But I think that was the first time when we saw him and they had animals as leaders at Pops with him. Yeah. That, that was, was the first show. time we saw him together. Me and was you. that Colors? Uh, no, that was Misdirect. No, it was Colors. No, because the Colors tour was 2007. It came out in 2007. When did we see Mr. X after Colors? Yeah. I like saw the... Year. Oh, maybe you weren't with me when I saw Colors then. Because I saw the Colors show. Yeah, I saw Colors with those guys. I, with Melanie was there, and then Tom, Melanie and Thomas came together. They toured again. Huh? They toured again, like, yeah. after it came out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I and they you. came out, and... Uh, maybe that's why I didn't go, because I'd already Jay seen came, it before. Me and Jay came together. And then uh, that I'm was glad it. you that guys came together. Well. We came. We always come together. <laughs> That's um, a brotherly connection you guys have. Yeah, and then I saw them once a year. I think any time that they were around, at least until 2016, was the last time. Very so cool. They've been around a couple times since, but I haven't got a good yeah. chance to go. Yeah. Um, the Can't Get Rights released an album. No, they didn't. Yes, we did. Shut up. We released a live EP, I guess. Uh, Whatever six songs will get you these days. Damn, and I oop. And I, <laughs> ski, ski, ski. Um, yeah, uh, called Live in Southern Illinois, Volume 1. Go check it out on SoundCloud and Facebook and uh, YouTube and all that jazz. It's, Is it on Spoopers yet? What's Spoopers? Spotify. No, we can't. It's uh, since it's covers, we we don't have rights to it. I got you. Um, so it's just on the on yeah. the free stuff. I got you. But uh, yeah, so it's the first release of 2020 for uh, <laughs> for myself. I'm super excited that it's out there in the ether, and uh, we got some shows coming up and all kinds of good stuff like that. That's and, dank nasty farts, bro. Yeah, and I'm uh, working on a, a new. Uh, what's eight? Is eight songs full length? Uh, working on eight songer full length right if now. it's 35 minutes or depends longer depends on how long it is yes um, probably not going to be that long then yeah uh, so working on another EP and then Thomas and I are working on potentially two uh, two EPs that we're going to put together in a split as a full length nice um, that'll come out and I'm sure we'll get a live in Southern Illinois volume two at some point this year so yeah. uh, two albums in a year I'm hoping that we're going to have you get a Grammy nom hopefully I'll get four <laughs> out is the plan in a year get two can't get and then two uh, individual EPs is the plan. I guess that uh, I'd like to do a fifth one, but I'm not sure about that. That's I a little overzealous. Yeah, do them quarterly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess that post album didn't come out in enough time for them to get a Grammy nomination for the stuff around. I thought it was like the whole like everything in 19, right? I'm not sure. I, or I, just, I think it has a cutoff period, and I think his oh, album really? came out too late gotcha. in 2019 for it to be able to be picked up. Because I, I would have assumed that Circles or any of that stuff would have been would have able at to least sweep. come in. Like as but a, the only thing that was on there that had any tide to Post Malone was the Sunflower. Yeah, that was like I, the only right. thing that was on there. That's a good point. And yeah. that was May when that came out. Yeah. Probably yeah, May or June, something yeah. like that. But still, I, I was surprised after I was like looking at the list and it was just like, Billie Eilish swept everything. I would have imagined she's fucking that. Swept. I would have That's imagined wild. that Post Malone would have gotten some more of those categories. And I was like, he's not even fucking on here. Where is yeah. he at? I didn't really agree with that for album of the year for her. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think that you that think whole that Lizzo should have won it. Lizzo should have won album of the year. <laughs> um, I I agree. Bad guy is a really good song, yeah. and it's all over the place. So song of the year, absolutely. Um, art of the artist of the year. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it, that one's subject, but I think Lizzo's album has a lot more to it and a lot more quality and hits and, uh, just variety in there than Billie Eilish's does. But 
a lot of people calling her uh, a grass type Pokemon trainer because her hair was green and very green and black. <laughs> yeah, a lot of memes about that going on. I like that. About what kind of Pokemon she would use. I love the song choice that they did though that she performed with her brother because uh, I think that that's probably my favorite song on that album. Yeah, he won a production thing too with her. Uh, yeah, so. for the for yeah. that album because yeah, he wrote and produced yeah. on that. Which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Now, now it's a family Grammy affair. Look at affair, that thing. affair, I think. Uh, my affairs. Affairs. Um, oh, and I got a video to show you that we can we can play on here. Let's see if I can turn on the. Oh, the only other personal thing I was going to mention is uh, we've now obsessed and gone to Nukahala multiple times over the course of the past two weeks. And I'm talking like probably six times in two weeks. Oh my god! And don't uh, burn yourself out, man. It's fucking delicious. And uh, we, I recently found out that uh, Will William uh, from Nukahala the owner there uh-huh. that started the Southern Illinois Eats page is a is a listener an avid listener of the show. What? And he's a he's a fan of the IFNZ podcast. Awesome. So hi yeah. to him. Hello, uh, hello. A little shout out there. Absolutely. And if you ever want to be on the show, feel free to reach out to me. I'll be in Nukahala probably within the next couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> Get you some Get you some. All right, I gotta show you this video. Um I I gotta get the sound on. Oh uh, cool. Is it Dave? Hey Justin in the future. Whoa. I'm just gonna give you a little tour of what? Uh, the comic book collection so that you can see what's up here. Oh, don't so do it. No, don't spoil it, Shad. I don't know how to switch the thing, so let's look. What are we looking at? First, so. Am I meant to talk to you or are you just. <laughs> you could, you could talk. A, it's a filing cabinet. It is a filing it's cabinet. A lot of our cameras. Yeah. Look at that. You've, you've always had that problem. Kitty, you might have seen. Well, so nope, yeah, didn't see it. <laughs> Wasn't in there. <laughs> All its glory. Open it. Yep, open it. Alright, let's take a tour. Thanks. <laughs> that says 15 coins. Those are the A's. Yep. They go all the way through. 15, 13 coins or whatever doesn't start with an A. <laughs> no, it's a number. That's a lot of comics. Oh! And, uh, so, we got that going. There's a key. A lot it has Batman on it. And then, uh, Why do you lock it? You didn't answer me. I don't lock it. It's got a lock on it. It's just got keys in there. It's weird. There's two of you. (laughs) Oh, there's a whole tab for Star Wars. Yeah, it's important. On to the next drawer. On to the next drawer. (laughs) Zay. You have manga separate? No. Oh, I don't know because they're kind of different book wise. You know what I mean? Like thickness. I don't have a lot of manga. You got Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that's actually I just know my bookshelf. Like Kingdom Hearts manga is like that thick, and they're like basically like a book. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're on the bookshelf. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's the comic book tour. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. I'll see you later. I'll be right here. <laughs> Great. I'm glad I got to tour that. <laughs> and I'm glad I I'm glad I only got to see really like that corner of your room. Yeah. So that way the really, rest of yeah. it's a surprise. It's all. Yeah. I think if we do a Patreon, I should video your room to eventually <laughs> put on there for Patreons to have as like yeah. a video to like just one dollar Patreon. Just be like, hey, pay me a dollar and you'll unlock this <laughs> you'll video of room. me touring Shad's room for the first time. <laughs> and your first time. It's kind of well. weird and uh, I'd be down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the project's done. The comic book project is logged, locked and ready. Um, so I'm super excited. Did you end up getting the the game one video oh, game? You one? know I did. Did you like it? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Good. I did the trial. I, I canceled it before I got too much into it because I just didn't want to. Uh, yeah. I didn't buckle down with the money for it yet. Well, but, for sure. But it's uh, it's pretty solid. I like it a lot. Good deal. All that CLZ comics. Mm-hmm. Or CLZ games. Or just CLZ collectors with the yeah. Z. It's, it's pretty rad. It's the, the rad indeed. Uh, speaking of games. Yeah. 
Did you play some? I did. Tell me what you played. I played... Um, oh, I've got a fucking mess of games over here. <laughs> I played a mess, but I decided to pair them down a little bit. Um, I played a, a little game called Machinarium. Machinarium? Machinarium. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Um, that game is okay. It's a little it's point just, and clicky, uh, isn't it? Yeah. I can't um, think of the name of the other game that these people made. It looks cute. Um, I started playing some of the games that were on uh, PS Now because uh, I had to renew. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going to... Yeah. I forgot they have a sequel games. to this out now too. The visuals on it, I love. I think that yes, they're very, it's, it's very, 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 good very neat. Um, just one of those like side scrolly kind of indie games, but different from the typical side scrolly indie game in that it is point and click, um, you know, in kind of whatever way that point and click can be. Um, but yeah, Machinarium, Machinarium Two. What's the other game? I thought they had another game. Pilgrims. No, I, I guess it must be another developer that has a very similar art style oh, to see. this. I was, I actually remember, I was thinking of World of Goo because it's kind of got a similar art oh, style to I this a little bit, about. but it's not them, obviously. But uh, I, I didn't play it for a long time. I decided to kind of wrap it up, but um, it was interesting enough. I, I think if you enjoy. I'm just not a big point and click kind of person. Yeah, and there are people that enjoy that though, right? Yeah. Like, I like it. There are people that are like, yeah. yeah, okay. So, but I, I thought the uh, the gameplay was neat. You know, being able to it's kind of puzzle solving and <laughs> that you've got to figure out how am I going to get this piece so that I can do this thing, and so it's puzzle in that way. But you you click around instead of joysticking. So mm-hmm. that that part was the kind of like turn off for me on that sense. But then I also played Persona Five. Persona Five, yeah. Oh, dude, Persona's fucking rad. Um, I didn't, I couldn't get into it. Did you? How long did you play it? I played for half hour. Okay, definitely need to play more <laughs> to get into it. I just, I if I'm not, there's too many games for that I want to play. That if I'm not roped in by like a half hour, then I just don't know what I'm doing with it. Yeah, it's it's that is one that you would need to kind of feel out for a few more hours. Not that it's it's hard to get into, because I, I, I found it a charming immediately, honestly. But I've also played multiple Persona games. I, I like that art style. I also like the... Art style's awesome. Yeah, the I writing the, for it, the gameplay's fun, is yeah. just a, your standard turn-based or JRPG. Yeah, um, yeah I didn't like the turn-based. I didn't expect that yeah. kind of going into it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of like, you know, if I'm going to play a turn-based I want to play a Final Fantasy game that I haven't played yet, or sure. like, like I would, I would rather do that at that point because it's something that's in my list yeah. of like, I want to play this game. Yeah. Like, whereas this but is like, that's in the, that it's also like, and not that Final Fantasies aren't original, but at the same time, this is completely different than a turn-based that I would have ever played before. Kind oh, of a thing. I, so I like the originality yeah, behind it. And the, the art style seems very it. cool. Yeah. Um, and the fact that like the animation in that game is very like they're treating it like well. Like that's yeah. very good Extremely animation. Game, like yeah. it's it's really nice. Like when they cut to movies, it's like holy shit, this looks yeah. like um like a Kojima, not Kojima. What's a like a Ghibli like Studio Ghibli? Yeah, yeah. like kind of movie like. I would recommend though too. They do have a Persona Five: The Animation that's on Hulu that you can watch. It's oh, really? like a full-on anime version of the game. Why well, might do that? Um, so because I like the you, Joker character. Yeah, and I it like, gives like, you the it gives you all the same story beats and stuff like that, and and it's it's the same style of animation that's there, and it's very charming. It's the same voice actors as well too. Um, I think the same the Joker doesn't have as many lines because he's still like a silent protagonist. That's kind yeah, of the way sure. that he is. Um, he does 
speak a little bit and he speaks in the game too. Like whenever he unlocks his persona, you know, you'll hear him say, uh, he'll fuck. What's his main persona's name? I forgot. Mm, I, I might know. If I, I almost wanted to say it was Ansem, but it's not, it's, <laughs> it's something like, well, I forget what it is, but, uh, yeah. Joker's character is fucking rad. I, I love that character. Um, cool. I just found it and I just added it to my list. So I yeah. will, I will definitely check that out. Cause I think I'm done with the game in like that. I'm like, eh, I don't think that's what I'm going to get into. I just remembered. I didn't even arson. look up there. Was, he, you hear him go arson. And oh, then like okay. when he pulls out his persona, mm-hmm. did you even get to get a persona? Yeah. Like you rip off the mask kind of a thing. I think so. Okay. I thought so. Yeah. I thought I did. I didn't know. Uh, I, I couldn't remember how far how into the happens. game that is. Cause I know you do some combat at the very beginning, but it's stuff that takes place like, almost completely to the end of the game oh, like really? the casino level the stuff casino that you're doing, part, yeah. that's all like closer toward the end of the game and then they Tarantino it and they tell yes, you because then you, you, end get, up in you, the... get, you get captured by the police yep. and then you're telling that lady the story yes. and that what that's what bleeds into the beginning of the game that's right and that's okay. kind of how that goes and then you see how I didn't get you, too far past that yeah, you get to see how from that point how you open up like how you get your persona and stuff gotcha. from there who makes this game who is this is Atlas. Atlas. Yeah. Is there, there's, uh, this seems like the kind of character that you could definitely, you know how everything ties back for me. Uh, it seems like the kind of storyline that would be cool and play well with Kingdom Hearts as a world. Like if they ever got out of uh, just playing with Disney characters and they got into more video games besides Final Fantasy and um, uh, the end of the world as we know it or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, this would be, it seems like <laughs> fucking REM in the game. It'd be crazy. Um, this seems like a cool concept <laughs> and I like in the art style and everything that it could yeah, play makes into me, it. I'm sad that you couldn't get into it enough and more so at least to, to want to give it more of it. I, I couldn't, I could speak volumes about this game. I absolutely 100% adore it. And I think persona five is one of the better JRPGs that's come out within the last 10 years gotcha. easily. Like, well, maybe I'll dig it after the anime and I'll, you know, maybe I'll get into yeah. that and then it'll drive me back into it. Who knows? Yeah. I hope so. I mean, the characters are amazing. It's charming. I love the, uh, the aspect of it's not all full on about the con, like the context of the actual combat and stuff like that. Uh-huh. It's about, uh, it's about being Joker and actually being Joker in this new high school and you're experiencing his day to day. Like you can actually get like a part-time job if you want to in the game. You can go to yeah. a cafe and meet up with your friends and actually affects what happens in the actual like alternate world where you go and you fight with your personas because you will actually acquire like specific points and perks for doing other things well gotcha. and whatnot. Um, and I just, I like that aspect of like living a life in a game um, because there's a game that I got recently the that Sims. I'm going to be talking about that is similar to this and how it's set up, but it's not a JRPG. It's a tactics RPG. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least that I played is Kingdom Hearts Remind. Yeah, how was that? I haven't got it yet. You haven't got it yet? No. Um, I've been so balls deep into a bunch of other shit. I haven't read much about it intentionally because my my viewpoint on it so far is not overly positive. Okay. Um, Which is weird for me uh, because I like the Kingdom Hearts. uh, Is it? Dylan Sprouse, Dylan Sprouse, Cole Sprouse, the brothers. Okay. One of them, I think it's Dylan. Okay. Is, or maybe it's Cole, whichever one it is, I forget, is the voice for uh, Zahora. 
Is it Zohora? Yuzora? Yuzora. Okay. Yeah, he's the voice for that. Like, this is like his introduction into, oh. he was like, I'm excited because I get to be a part of the Kingdom Hearts thing. He's like, oh, I've neat. been a fan since I was a kid and I played them all yeah. really growing up and stuff. And he's like, I, he was like, listen them off in this interview. I was watching, like listening to, oh, and I was cool. just, he was like, I've, I like, he said, I bought a Vita. I bought a DS. I bought all of these things specifically for so Kingdom can, yeah. Hearts. Like so I've been a diehard fanboy, and to be in this as a character now is a dream. That's pretty cool. And I was just like, that's fucking rad. I, uh, so it seems as though at, there are at least two parts to Kingdom Hearts Remind. Uh, one part is that they are they've created kind of a um, a, a point five version of the ending. Uh, so that you can you they're really just building up the back end of the Dylan, Dylan Sprouse. Oh, okay, yeah, Cole's the one that's in uh, Riverdale, so it's yes. good the other one's getting some job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so so you know through all of that, they're just building on what happens to Sora after he battles. Everything. So essentially, uh, you know, when he dies the first time, and he goes, <sighs> he uh, and he goes up to the Chirithi and that the yeah. world, whatever that is, and then he has to go find himself and collect himself, and uh-huh. then the Chirithi is like, you can do it and whatnot. Um, and then he goes back and fights at the Keyblade uh, key Graveyard yeah. and all that. He creates a time hole. I guess when that happens because he died and then he came back to life. Um, so he's actually after oh the events of the ending of kingdom hearts three, uh, and he's lost Kyrie. Yeah. He decides he's going to go get her. You know, that's mm-hmm. the whole end of it and just of it. He goes back to the Chirithi and he says, I need to find Kyrie. Has she come here? He's like, no, but you're not going to be able to do this again. You're not going to live through it. Like, mm-hmm. you're this is the end. I think that was even part of the original ending, even yeah. also. And he goes, well, I'm going to do it anyways. And then Chirithi's like, all right, but here's what you got to kind of do. Um, and so I guess when he dies is essentially a split off point. So he can hop in at that point and make a different decision to save Kyrie. So that's what he does and he has to I think they sell it through the whole process that you get you have to go through the seven uh guardians of light uh and that's part of like the game is you get to play as all these different people. Yeah. You don't really get to play through all these people. So you don't get to play as Kyrie or any of them? Um so you get to play through Roxas at some point, not Roxas, um, Ventus uh-huh. at some point, but you're, you are just Sora at that point. Um, happens with another character. I can't remember who it is. So you don't even look like, no. Him? And then you go to the, to the labyrinth area where the like multiple battles are yeah, going yeah. on. And at that point you do get to choose to be, you can play as Riku. Uh, during the Riku battle, you can choose to, uh, like when you go into battle, you can hit R2 for Riku and L2 for Sora, and you can be one of those two. And then you can do the same at a different battle for Aqua. Okay. And you can, so you can play as Riku and Aqua. And then there's a point where it makes complete fucking sense that you, you're lined up and it's Sora. It's the battle where Sora and Kyrie and Axel are all lined up and they're all fighting whoever is in that one. And, um, they're all lined up like you're getting ready to be able to choose and you don't, you can't play as Axel or Kyrie. Um, and you just have to play as Sora to fight that same battle you've already fought. So oh, all of these are battles you've already fought. You're yeah. just playing them over Reminded. again, uh, with, with a, uh, an added storyline to it all. 
and then you go through and it looks like you're you go all the way to um what's the the weird name where uh Zaynort's from that town uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. The, the white matter. place. Like the yeah, white with that all white the flowers place. and stuff. Yeah. I forget what it's called. I don't yeah. know, you know what I mean. It's I know abundantly mean. white. Absolutely. It's, what very, it's, called. it's a very pale place. Uh, yeah. The white place. The white islands, uh, we'll call them. <laughs> um, so they are, um, they go to there and he's still searching for Kyrie and she's walking around. Kind of like Xehanort was kind of walking around uh, when he first got there. But he beats, Sora beats his old self to go there uh spoilers by the way i guess because but it's not really a spoiler it's not the game's now officially been out for a year at this point that's recording. True. good point yeah. yeah um and so he has to piece together the petals of Kyrie. uh these there's like little flower petals and they all make up Kyrie. and so he grabs all of those makes all that happen and saves Kyrie. and then you finally get the option to play as Kyrie. Uh, and do when you're doing all the uh, you do all of the final battles against the new organization, uh, except for old Xehanort. Like that's the only one you don't have to do. Um, and then, just as everything ends, and the other sword is actually fighting old Xehanort. Is it Scala Adikaladi? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so just as they go, other Sora's fighting old Xehanort, and the rest of the gang is kind of there, um, going, oh, it all happened, and Kingdom Hearts is, is uh, turning back to yellow again, where it was purple. Um, and then Sora and Kairi both disappear, and like kind of like Sora does at the end. Mm-hmm. And then you get credits. Yeah. And then they run through all the same end movies, and... You see the very end of it again where Sora and Kyrie are sitting on the tree and Sora disappears again. They don't even explain why Kyrie disappears in that cut in that movie. Okay. Like so she disappears with Sora while they're at the Keyblade graveyard, and then credits run and she's on the island with everybody else for no reason. They still so don't she tell disappeared, you. but then she's there again. But Sora's not. Yeah. Where's so, Sora? Has he disappeared because he's in the place now? Sora disappeared because the Chirithi told him that he wouldn't be able to make it right. through. But I mean, like, he wouldn't is survive. the assumption because of, like, secret ending shows you, like, Sora is in the place with, like, the, the, the end of the world one, right? Yeah. Or yeah, whatever yeah. it's the called. The world ends with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know because that's still not explained. But it's then, almost like he this whole world was meant to be fake, like a quote unquote Disney fairy tale world kind of a thing. <laughs> and now he's finally been pulled into the real world because it looks like that whole area is yeah. like, like straight up Akiba. Like he's in Tokyo. Yeah. That's yeah, where yeah. the whole place is meant yeah. to be taken. Like it's Shinoa, almost like Shinoba. Shinoba. Yeah. 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 So it's um, almost like, a, yeah, it's, it looks like he's been pulled into like actual real world. Like it's not a yeah. world world. Like maybe he's in real life now. Except for Uzora is there. <laughs> yeah. And the master of masters maybe is there. St- everything's blending. And Riku is there. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of people. Um, I forget they do, that Ericus and, and Xehanort are both gone now, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, but they do spend a significant amount of time, like a half hour movie worth at the front end of Remind. 
uh, explaining to you uh, with a little bit more sensibility the whole concept of Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, the whole, like, where all of the new organization members are coming from. And they're like, oh, well, there's this husk over here. And this heart's floating over here. So we gotta get these guys into these bodies. And this is how we're gonna get this. So there's a bunch of, like, Xehanort math that uh-huh. happens. And they, they take, That's like... my favorite kind of math. They take almost a half hour explaining it all. Yeah, you need more than that. <laughs> and I appreciated that part of it. And I appreciate what they did but it ended and you're still confused about where the fuck Kyrie went and why she's back and yeah. where Sora went at all um, and then Sora ends up going to so that's the end of uh, DLC one uh, known as Remind so then there's a second one that appears after you finish that one called Sub something I don't even know what the hell it is it starts with an S um and Sora ends up going to, no, 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 Riku, sorry, after the mm. events of three, goes to Radiant Gardens to meet up with the Final Fantasy characters. Yeah. And they're like, everybody's been working to try to figure out where Sora's at. So, like, there's, you know, uh, Aqua and Ventus and uh, Terra are out on this mission over here. And they're just talking about it. They're not, you don't actually see them yeah. do anything. And then, uh, you know, Axel and and uh, who and all that crew, Roxas and Shion uh, are out doing this and whatever. They're all, like, in their own corners of the world trying to figure out where Sora's at. And then, so he goes to Radiant Gardens and meets up with Leon and uh, and Sid's like at his computer, like trying to figure out. Then he's like, well, I found Sora. He's in the data and <laughs> he's in the he's in the computer again. Again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so but you can go into the computer as Sora and you can fight all of these bosses. Now, they've toted that these are hard bosses because everybody bitched about how easy it was. I want it to be on the record that I did not complain about the ease of this game because I very much enjoyed that it was easy to play and I got to enjoy it. These bosses are so hard at level 56 or whatever I was at, I can't touch them. Yeah. And I'm on this game as a rehash bosses or are they new people? No, it's the organization. Oh, they're the organization. organization Yeah. But so there's, there's, like 13 of them that you've got to fight and uh, it sucks and I can't get past it. So I don't know how this game ends. So I'm now going back through and I'm trying to level up my character because the 50 minute video that's on YouTube now that's like, Hey, here's all the extra ending movies is very much there and seems convenient for me to go watch because I'm a little frustrated that me playing this game in easy mode should be able to go and play these bosses at a level of 60 and have no problem with it. But they decided that they were just going to make it difficult for everybody, I guess. Is it Subject X? No, that's not it. Uh, I, did, I was trying to figure out what it was called. Oh, I got gotcha. you. No, like you said, there's sub not something. a lot of information on the Remind. It's it's all Remind. It's all part of Remind, but I just don't know what it was called. Yeah. Okay. But that's that's all I've got to say about it so far. Um, the concert video is pretty cool because I yeah. got the I got the concert got stuff. Yeah. Cool. 
I like that. You know, I feel like they did a good job cutting it. But yeah, so I'm I'm really hoping that I can get into Remind a little bit more because I think there's more content in there. Yeah, I'm hoping that it's not just a extended version of the ending and then 13 boss battles that are really fucking hard, uh-huh. and that's all that I get for thirty dollars. Yeah, um, but it might be, probably will be, and. They're doing the, they're doing the extra content for Persona Five. That's that Persona Five: The Royal or whatever that's yeah. coming out, and they're adding on additional content to it, and they're adding in a couple of new characters and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. the story is basically the exact same. They're going to resell the whole thing for sixty dollars again. Oh wow! Yeah, so they're not even going at a thirty dollars price point. Nope. <laughs> no, it's not even something you can do add on. You have to buy the whole game over again. Oh wow! For sixty dollars, Jesus, to Christ. get in the additional content to have the Royal version. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I feel like those like Atlas Square, those type of companies have a tendency to do that kind of thing just because they're like, I mean, people are getting people that are diehards are going to pay this for it. Yeah, they're going to get it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not wrong. I mean, no, I did. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not ashamed of it. I don't I don't hate that I did it. I just I'm just like, oh, okay. well, I, I just want if that's all my experience is, I would like it to be a little more pleasant, and I don't want to have to go grind to try to like get to the end of it. Yeah, you don't want to have to go back and then replay a bunch of worlds to get to level 80 to be able to experience yeah. how everything's going to end. Yeah, that's that's my only problem with that's it. It's like, like They expect you to be like, hey, uh, while you're done, fight 13 Sephiroths, yes, uh, and, exactly. then, and then we'll show you a movie that you might have seen. Yeah, and, and you know, some people enjoy that because they like a good challenge. Yeah. I just want to get to the next video. Yeah, you the give me the story please kind of expert difficulty yeah, and guy. I don't mind fighting it a little bit like no. I don't mind a little bit of fighting I, I enjoy it that's why I'm playing the video game and not just watching the cutscenes but no, I've found that my myself now more so than yeah. anything especially needing and wanting to experience more story yeah. than anything a lot of times whenever I play games I'll dive into I usually always try to dive into normal first majority of the time yeah. anyways a lot of times depending on the game I might pick hard first because yeah. there's always usually another difficulty past that oh yeah but uh I never did Kingdom Hearts. I did just normal yeah. difficulty. Well, when, when time is a commodity, when you're like, you don't yeah. have a lot of time, it's not like you can be like, oh, I would rather play this on easy mode and actually experience the whole game yeah. than play it a hard mode and be stuck on it for yeah, six no. months because I don't have the time to work on it. No, I mean, absolutely 100% totally warranted. Time is a very precious commodity. What about your? You said you've been crushing and cranking on some stuff. Yeah, I completely Let's finished the entire big main campaign for Pokemon Sword. Now mm. it's completely done. Did the uh, did the old uh, eight badges? Fought the uh, the tournament of champions. Nice. Uh, beat the champion. I'm now the champion of the region. Uh, you beat Leon. Beat Leon. Yep. And it also entails you catching one of your first legendaries in the main story as well. Uh, I forget which one it is. It's the dark type one. Uh, it's ca- it's the one that causes the darkest day. Uh, I still haven't made it to the event at the very beginning of the game. Oh, you haven't played anymore then. I mean, I played some more, but I I got to the hotel. <laughs> oh, well, you played uh, a couple more minutes, huh? <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to figure out. Darkest Day is the name of the Pokemon? No, it's not. I started with the Darkest Day. The Pokemon's there. I forget. Mm. His name is uh, Eternus. Eternatus? Eternatus. Whatever it is. This is what it looks like. Uh, And it's just like a pure poison dragon type. Oh. Uh, 
It's got signature moves that come with it that's uh, like exclusive it to its it name. specifically. It's like Etruganus. Yes. Um, but it's a pretty cool Pokemon. You, you can use it in battle once you get it and everything, just like any other legendary. It seemed like it was kind of a more like a, not just because of Gigantamax, but in, in the sense of what it is, because it's, it like it's like the end of times kind of a thing almost. Oh, yeah? that he's, like, he's like the coming of like the end um, in the storyline. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was going to be like, maybe I won't be able to get to use them in battle. But like it kind of comes down to it's like, hey, the only way you're going to be able to do this is if you're able to catch him. That's the only way that's going to be able to stop. So Uh-oh. it's like almost like a guarantee, like you're going to fucking get this Pokemon. One <laughs> yeah, way or otherwise, kind of the world thing. will collapse. Yeah. So uh, so got him, used him. I even used him in like the final battle against Leon and stuff and then went back through and did the uh, the stuff to get the uh, the legendary pupper with the sword in his mouth. Oh, Pupper. Yeah, Pupper. Dog. Doggo. Gotcha. Doge. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh, really cool, too, because they, they play a part in the final battle against uh, Eternatus, or however you say it. Uh, he's huge, absolutely huge. Your Pokemon can hardly do any kind Pitch. of damage to him. And uh, both the both of the dogs come down, the sword and the shield one, and they kind of turns into like a four-man attack. Like you and your rival are fighting side by side in like a two-man battle against this thing. And then those two are there also attacking. So it turns into cool. like what would be like a standard max raid battle because you use four people to fight against one of the yeah. max raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm following you. So yeah, it turns into that. It was really an awesome, uh, really cool story. Story. I like the way that it wrapped up. I'm excited for the for the DLC whenever it comes down the pike. But um, other than getting some other Pokemon in my list that I wanted to get and and kind of buffing them out, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to be pump the brakes on this and maybe come back to it a little bit here and there sporadically up until the June release for the that first DLC, and then I'll yeah. start picking it back up and playing it way more. Um, but it was a great game. Uh, I mentioned before that I started playing another mobile game. I mm-hmm. played Fire Emblem Heroes. Oh, uh, nice. I picked it out because it's a free mobile game. I, I wanted to check it out. I played it one time probably... Uh, Maybe whenever it came out, I think it's been two years now since its initial release. I played it whenever it very first came out for just a handful of days, and it Mm -hmm. was fun, but uh, I just didn't really get into it too much. And I'd been eyeballing um, that Fire Emblem Three Houses a little bit, and so I kind of wanted to get a little bit more taste of Fire Emblem because it's been a bit bit since I've actually played one in the first place. What What does a Fire Emblem game consist of? Uh, majority of it is is uh, story based, but your battle system is a tactics based. So it's is that turn based. It's turn. Is it it like, is turn based. Yes, okay. it's like a standard JRPG. Yes, like, yes, that's, that's yeah. squad based. Yeah, kind of a thing. Okay. It's a tactics. So you'll have a squad of people that you'll maintain your main characters and maybe some other people like yeah, yeah. that are mounted on uh, horseback or whatever it may be, and you'll guide you know the archers over here, your mm-hmm. horseback over here, kind of a thing. And they have specific types that are good against other types. So, like, your uh, sword uh, sword bearers are good against the people that have uh, lances. And then the people that have lances are good against people that use axes. And so, and the axes see, are good yeah, against yeah. the swords. So, it's kind of, they all have that circle of, like, uh, uh, this is good against this kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um and it's got that, you know, it gives it that kind of like almost a Pokemon mentality. But it's really fun. I always have loved turn-based tactics type games ever since like Final Fantasy Tactics came back on the PS1 you know, yeah. years and years ago. Um, that was really kind of my first really big dip into that kind of a thing. Um, I, I explained it to somebody at work one uh, yesterday because they were asking me about 
it. And I was just kind of like, it's, uh, if you think of it in this sense, it's kind of almost like a Japanese video game version of Risk, kind of. You yeah, know, you know we follow, have these yeah, like, factions absolutely. and kind of in mm-hmm. the battle system that way. The, um, I've never played Risk. Yeah, I've played a board game a co- the board game a couple of times with some people, but that was about, uh, not, not like extensively. I've played more tactics games than I've played it. I got you. Um, but no, I, I absolutely love it. It's cool. It's definitely a Kingdom Hearts-like in the sense of uh, you don't have to play it you know indefinitely to in and pay money in to kind of get ahead if you unless you want to kind of a thing because they give you enough resources um it has a stamina gauge on it in a sense Uh, that's how it works Mm -hmm. so um whenever you go into an event and you're doing like a story mission or something like that um it'll say to complete the story mission it will take six seven of your stamina away oh okay um and then you have 99 stamina I, my character has 99 stamina and then it'll chip away chip away chip mm-hmm. away until it gets to the point to where you know you've played for maybe if you play for like 30 minutes to an hour straight yeah you've dipped out of your stamina completely and it's like hey you can pay for this if you have one of the, if you don't have one of these then you can pay x amount of money and gain your stamina back or you can stop playing the game and then in a matter of like two hours all that stamina is back yeah and you can play again later if you want to or you can just play once a day that's typically Mm -hmm. what i do i just kind of you know go through it once a day and play it for a little bit and then i'm kind of done yeah um but it's been really fun very fire emblems uh esque in a way um but that led me to i did end up purchasing three houses Nice. For the sweet fish. Uh, it's really awesome. Uh, so your character is the that you play as that your character? character is uh, Byleth, who is the new character from Smash Brothers that came out. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, it's very, very Persona-esque in a lot of ways that they do the storytelling in this one. Um, it has like half of the cutscenes are all that kind of very polished anime-esque, you know, like what you would get from your Persona cutscenes mm-hmm. as well. Um, and then your character-driven stuff is all completely voiced acted, which is really awesome. It's the same way in Persona as well, which I've always, I, I love it whenever they actually have a cast and crew that's not just has like the same 20 uh, gimme lines where they start off and so they're just like, hey! And then you have to read the dialogue. <laughs> and then yes. like, or then it gets to a part where a character's like, you know, like shocked and they're just like, whoa! And <laughs> and that's like it. And they always have like the same like 20 like introductions and, and exasperations. You know why? It's because those those things are universal. You don't have to they worry are. about it being an American. Sure. Or English, if you want yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I, I really, I, Japanese. I, I appreciate it whenever they have somebody that's actually like a I game do and a developer where they're like, we're we're literally voicing every single line in this yeah. shit, like every single fucking line, no matter how boring or how unimportant it is, is fucking is voiced and it's yeah. awesome, and yeah. I really appreciate that. But it's Can the you, same turn-based tactics type of thing, um, leveling your characters, getting new equipment, mm-hmm. leveling that equipment, getting new abilities to use in battle as well. Like it's one of those type of games that kind of has a build of a meter so as you use the character in like two to three turns they've built up enough meter to use a special attack and oh, you can cool. choose what yeah, kind yeah. of special they're going to use um and uh they have the same kind of principles they have uh bow users magic users uh sword users axe users people that'll be on horseback with lances stuff nice. like that so all kinds of different you know squads and different things that you control your main character byleth uh is like a young uh He's the son of a person that used to work for this church that is in the middle of these three nations, uh, hence the three houses. That's kind of where it ends up kind of falling in the between the the church that's there trains uh, soldiers for each nation and each nation has been at peace. 
um, now for however many years um, to fight against like bandits and all these different things. And they train these soldiers and they each uh, from each of these nations, they have a specific house that they're in, you know, kind of a la Harry Potter, if you will. Um, I like Harry Potter. Yeah, this, it, this is literally like a Harry Potter meets Fire Emblem game kind of a thing, um, because once it comes down to you meet the three of the representatives from the houses, um, your character ends up kind of getting roped into becoming a professor and you have to choose which house you're going to professor. be the professor of. And uh, I chose Black Eagles for mine as the first one. Um, and I haven't got too much further than that. It's probably like two, two and a half hours in really okay. right now. It's like a bunch of introductory shit still, even at this point. Um, but like the day to day stuff is kind of similar to how personas goes. Like you have what they call free days at the school where like real stuff. Yeah. Like the of... professor can kind of go around and he can like, if you want, you can go off campus and you can go fishing and, and, you know, get a little bit of skill and in, in some other stuff doing that. Or you can have a lunch date with another professor or, or some of the students or something like that. Yeah. Or you can choose to like, I'm going to take my free day. I'm going to take my students on a field trip. Oh, we're, we're on this field trip and we are now in combat because there's a group of bandits that's over here trying to rob us. Kind Fucking of bandits. And, uh, yeah, it's it's been crazy fun. I love it. Cool. Um, so, do you can you imagine a world? Yes, in I can. a world, one world where they uh, they do that with Pokemon. Like you get a fully voice acted out Pokemon game. Uh, I think that the next Pokemon game that we will get for Switch or whatever our next console, yeah, our will next be, like full version, yeah, of Pokemon. whatever our next full version of Pokemon will be. I feel like I don't know if it'll necessarily have voice acting, but I feel like it's going to have a lot more some new mechanics to it that are going to try and kind of flip the script on a lot okay. of things. Um, maybe even cut scenes or something. Maybe they don't get like actual, like, yeah. Cause I mean, out. this one has cut scenes and stuff like that to a certain extent at points. Yeah. Um, for sword and shield, but, um, not in that kind of a similar vein, but I think we might be able to get some stuff like that too. Like I, I feel, I have a really strong feeling that this next one isn't going to be kind of a, a rehash. I feel okay. like that's very much what this one was. This yeah. is, is more of the same of what we got they from took it on Pikachu your TV. Yeah. I think it's just that was a little bit more of a rehash. And I think the next one's going to delve into that a little bit deeper. Maybe maybe some slightly better graphics and a little bit more polish to it. But it doesn't have to be too much more. No, I don't think so. But I feel like you give it a little bit better story. Maybe some voice acting, a little Mm -hmm. bit more voice acting and some more anime kind of cut scenes and stuff. I I don't see any reason why they wouldn't do something like that. I get where like. In a game where you in are game. in a game uh, where you are the character where you're not playing as a character, you yeah. are that character uh-huh. where voice acting can get a little difficult because uh-huh. you don't want to show that character as a different voice than yours. If that is supposed to embody yeah, you, so the, the embodiment of silent protagonist is always an yeah. anime trope or mostly just a Japanese role playing trope. I mean, Link is yeah. the is a classic example. Mario, any of them. I mean, they want you to be able to get in that mindset and be like, I, I am this person. I'm going to speak yeah. as this person kind of a thing. Exactly. And a lot of times if a game does have a character that does have voice di- or not voice dialogue, but lines, they'll say it almost like it's internal dialogue or even if it is external, yeah. they won't be voiced a lot of times. Yeah. Um, Skies was that way. Skies of Arcadia. Mm-hmm. It had some of the... <clears throat> exclamation things like a you know stuff like that occasionally Uh um but it wasn't fully voice acted but there was some lines of very few lines that would be fully voice acted but never fully voice acted vice because i think they only wanted you to have that like hey hey you know exasperation kind of a thing so that way you can kind of make up what your hero sounds like in your head well that's there was a game i played not too long ago where it was 
like the other characters were voice acted. And is it the one like, where the penises fight each other? It might have been that one. I yeah. don't know. Um, I don't remember what the game's called. Have you seen that one? <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, um, but uh, it was like one of those things where if I'm like the barmaid, I'd be like, well, would you like to drink, honey? And then like it would go to you and you choose like what you want, like as an option. Like mm-hmm. I want I want a, a whiskey or I want a water or I'll have nothing. And then like you choose it and then she just responds to whatever your choice is. You don't actually ever hear your character talk. Um, and that was a game recently that I played. Yeah. It's kind of that way of doing it. Once again, you as the hero don't actually talk. Yeah. Um, but you you do have voice actors around you in that instance. Yeah. Genital jousting. That's what Genital jousting. That's what I was referring to. I got you. No, I've never even heard of this. Yeah, you, uh, you literally joust inside the butt of the uh, uh, the between balls because it's literally just a cock and balls. Huh. And that's how you that's how you can like drive the enemy. And off you get the extra screen. ones on there. Like you keep. You yeah, keep you can almost like you it. can almost like human centipede them huh. if you if you want. But yeah, gen- this, uh, genital where jousting. Do you get this game? Steam. Uh, it's a PC it's game PC only. Game. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, nobody would uh, would like <laughs> but that it's garbage. Very, it is very very popular like for a lot about, of people for the next it. five minutes I, it's not new no no i think this came out like two or three years ago <laughs> wow but i mean uh it's still pretty popular i've seen people <laughs> talk about it not too long ago too that's funny um a couple other things i did uh i did a meet a palm oh if you, you did? will i did my, i did the outer worlds <laughs> i did a meet i did a meet <laughs> i did uh did outer world played outer worlds oh nice uh, i'm probably just a couple two or three hours into it game of the year uh no no uh, it is very fun um it, there's no combat to it at all it's basically mostly just exploratory stuff um you start off on a small world you kind of are in being introduced to this uh group of people uh, that are it's kind of like a like a small podunk village inside of like it, it very remnant of uh, almost Robin Hood to me kind of like people that live yeah. in the woods in a way um, but the whole world's this way and they're all like aliens like your character is an alien like I'm talking like you have like blue skin like dark blue skin with like light blue dots all over you and people have like three to four eyes kind of a thing and you're an alien character just like them as well Um, you're kind of being introduced to the fact that you're about to go into space Um, there's a race of other people that had existed before you that were well known space travelers that knew kind of the everything about the universe and they had since been perished and you're kind of uncovering more about their story and uh the rest of the story is also kind of based around other pilots that had left the world um that had been lost or forgotten and you're kind of trying to find means to find them and the gimmick to the game is that once you've actually ejected the and left the planet and you're going to like the first thing i did was go to like the moon of the planet just because mm-hmm. it's like a small step kind of a oh, thing it's, it's um, one small step, one for, small step for for alien kind <laughs> yes um, so it was just a small step that kind of took me up there to that next one. And then once it hits the 22 minute mark, every 22 minutes, basically the sun nukes and it fizzles out and it ends the life in the universe, um, mm-hmm. in, in your galaxy, as you yeah, know, yeah. it kind of a thing. And then the next thing that happens part, yeah. is like your character's like, <gasps> and like wakes back up and you literally have reset to the day. Like you're waking up in this, like, yeah. uh, 
sleeping bag exactly the same way, but you already have the knowledge of what happened before. So like one of the first things you need to do is go all the way up and talk to a bunch of people, which takes like the first, you know, 30 minutes to an hour, depending on how long you want to be on this, this world talking to everybody. Um, you have to find these launch codes so that way you can even take off in your ship. You already know the launch codes now. So you can automatically just go straight to the dock and be like, I got to fucking go. I've only got 22 minutes. I need to explore more. Yeah. And you get ready to go on the dock and the guys that that's down there at the, at the, this little fire pit with you by the slip where you're sleeping in the sleeping bag because you're kind of camping out before you get leave. Mm-hmm. The guy's like, "Hey, don't you need to go to the top and get the uh, get the codes from the observatory?" And then you're just like, "No, I already know." He's just like, "Oh, I thought you had to go, but okay, I'd be safe." Yeah, and then you can just go ahead and take off immediately already yeah. again, kind of a thing. Um, so it's cool because you gain this knowledge, you gain specific items, you gain. Do you have to remember um, all of this, or does it like save in your memory as that person? Uh, it saves in your memory and stuff oh, as that person. So if you like learn a, a song, for example, because music is very, uh, very much prevalent to mm-hmm. this game. Um, if you learn a specific song or learn specific fact about some things, it's 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 kind of already on your person to where you already can. So see you it as it. you as a human being right here sitting next to me don't have to remember those things. No, not not like verbatim. That's good. <laughs> but the story is good enough that you will probably just remember them in general because yeah. you kind of get a little engrossed into it. But how do you remember the launch code? You don't remember the launch code is oh, just okay. it's it's something that's just it's down on the bottom. It's like literally like oh, okay. it looks like Morse code almost. It's like dot dot slash slash dot slash oh, slash kind of a thing, mm-hmm. and it's already saved down there, so you never have to remember that. You just have to go up to the thing, press the button. It's like insert launch codes, yeah, and you press the button and it goes. Gotcha. Yeah, so you never have to remember that ever. But yeah, everything else that's like facts or items that you get that's already in your okay. inventory. Um, last thing I played was a game uh, just a little bit today called Wonder Song. Um, very awesome, very charming. And I honestly think I'm probably going to buckle down and just play through this first. Um, you start off as a bard, um, and you're just exploring this forest. Uh, you see a sword, you pick up the sword and he can barely hold it. There's this giant like enemy that drops down and you're like, Eh, try to poke him with the sword and he can't do anything so he just smacks the sword out of your hand and then you're a bard so you can sing and you find out that your voice is incredibly powerful so everything is involved in just you singing and it has like a color wheel palette of different notes that you can sing with um, and almost in a kind of a guitar hero-esque way. Okay. Um, there's like certain pl- puzzles and platforms and things that you have to do and use your voice to control. Is there a brown note? Uh, yeah, I think there is. I think there is a brown note. If I'm not mistaken, I think there's brown. Um, (coughs) one of the things that you have to do is, uh, for example, uh, there's, there might be like a platform that's too high and there's a bird that's kind of flying overhead. Mm -hmm. You'll see the birds chirping and it chirps in like different colors and different wheel directions. So So you have to match it. You're playing Simon. You're playing Simon says with this bird and the bird's like, Oh, you're friendly. I like you kind of a thing. And then you can use it and it kind of grabs onto you and helps you like jump up and like up to the ledge and kind of a thing. Um, combat's the same way. So whenever you're fighting certain enemies, you use your voice and match up and you match up and sync up to them and stuff like that. So we were just thinking, could you imagine like a monster comes down and he knocks a sword out of your hand and then you're just like, yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it is. And the story (laughs) itself is really, uh, really funny, quirky, riveting, uh, 
your your character is just like an optimistic idiot bard. Um, he's just like nothing could go wrong. I mean, I'll do whatever it takes. I'm the hero now, kind of a thing. <laughs> gotcha. You know, like I, 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 they're just like I don't think anybody anybody's strong enough. He's just like I mean, I'll try. <laughs> kind of a thing. Like I mean, we, this is impossible. Nobody can do this. He's just like, why would we not try? Yeah. yeah that's exactly like the character that your your guy is. Um, uh, I fucking think it's awesome. I've I played like an hour and a half of it on the couch a little bit earlier today, but I think like I don't think it's gonna be a too long of an adventure. Like maybe cool. another few more hours or something because it doesn't seem like a long game. But it was on Game Pass and it looked kind of cute um, and charming. And and I started playing it and I was just like immediately enthralled. I found out the guy that does the art design for the game is some of the is the same guy that does the art design for. Uh, uh, I think it was it garden, the Garden Wall cartoon. Oh, over, yeah. over the Garden Wall, I know, whatever yeah. it's called. I think it's over the and, Garden uh, Wall. Steven Universe, that's the same guy, too, mm. that does that Steven Universe show. Very cool. Um, but it's, yeah, it's his same art. It's, style his, and it's his art. It's him. Like, he's there in the studio with him whenever nice. they did it, when it developed it. Um, but it's it's really awesome and super charming. But, uh, yeah, that's my games. Oh, very cool. Um, on to movies and the televisions. Um, I watched a few movies. Cool. Uh, watch Toy Story 4. Okay. Have you seen Toy Story 4? Not at all. Not at all. I'm waiting for it on Disney Plus now, okay. I think. Um, yeah, I think it comes out next month. Yeah. Uh, it is... I I had a hard time determining whether or not this was my favorite Toy Story movie or not. I feel like that they've consistent... Like, I, I always I always hearken back to the first one. I'm just like, the first one was so first good. It's, really it's good, iconic yeah. and amazing. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I don't feel like I don't care for the second one as much as I cared for the first one. I, yeah, the second one and the third one um, are just not... They're I thought good. the third one was okay. Yeah. Um, the second one I thought was okay too. I feel like I think I like the third one a little bit more than the second I gotcha. one. But uh, from whatever I've heard, everybody saying that the fourth yeah. one's really good. Like I the storytelling is really good. If you liked the third one, I think you'll really like the fourth one. Okay. Um, I I because I think that the some of the same good parts of the four, third one are also reflected in the fourth one. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I really dug it a lot. I thought that it was a, a really solid story. Um, yeah. All the positive things you hear about it are true. Cool. Um, in that. And it's good to hear. I'm, I'm hoping that it, it uh, does something cool. I think they've got a short that's coming out soon um, with, with Woody and Bo Peep. Um, I think that's I was like, called like, like is the, it Forky? Because I've watched all those. No, those are amazing. It's called <laughs> like uh, the. I didn't like Forky at first. I love the Forky ones. Uh, Did you watch the shorts? The I Forky watched one questions? or two of them, but I just didn't understand what was going on. And I think I would like them better now that I've seen the movie. Um, just because that, that of, makes me happy because I adore them now, already. and I feel like I'm gonna love them even more if I like him from the movie. <laughs> yeah, I because I didn't really like the character. The shorts are okay, but I was like, oh, you know, this character doesn't really do much for me. And then like when it was created in the movie, I was like, uh, okay, and. And there wasn't anything wrong with it, and I love Tony Hale. Yeah, like I think that he's a really good actor, and and uh, and all that. But just the whole, I don't know. There was something about it that just wasn't really big. But the way that he played with Woody really shines. I think in this movie, like I think that as a character, you really get a lot of you get some good Woody in Ooh. this in this movie. Good Woody, and uh, just him as a as a character, just growing and changing. No. And his uh, his interactions with uh, Forky are really good, I think. So yeah, good. Toy Story Four is awesome. Uh, I watched Gemini Man, 
the Will Smith movie. <laughs> yeah. Will Smith v. Will Smith. How'd that go? Um, way better than I thought it was going to be. I didn't watch it for myself. Somebody else had asked, I was like, hey, you want to watch this? I was like, yeah, I, I guess. And I couldn't stop watching it. <laughs> it was, it was, it wasn't bad. It was probably one of the better Will Smith movies I've seen in a bit. Um, and that speaks volumes because he's made some stinkers. Yeah. Um, I've heard a bunch of bad shit about this movie. Too. Really? So yeah, yeah. I've heard it not, it's not great. Well, I tell you that I try not to bring anything that I don't like to the table. Yeah. Uh, cause I don't want to shit on anything. Uh, but I like but, that about you. But Jim and I, man, just in general, like it was a fun, like it's a Will Smith action movie. Yeah. Nobody's putting did a lot of time no? and effort into, huh? Did you say, oh, hell no. I don't anymore? know if he did. No. I, I think he, he maybe he's got put, moved past He's that. out of it. You think he, yeah, yeah. he may have. Um, the, the animation or whatever you would call it, the effects of his yeah, younger version. Like a CGI. Um, there were some times that it was ridiculous, but no more ridiculous than a Spider-Man looks. Sure. Um, so I'm so you know go with that. But there were some parts where I was like, "Damn, this looks good!" Like yeah. there for as many parts as it looked ridiculous, it was mostly action, like moving around, which I thought was the same problem we talked about Latin with, and with stuff any like of that, that stuff. Too, yeah. yeah, I feel like that's the same. They said the with same cats. thing with. Um, yeah, with cats, and I've heard that with the Irishman a little bit. I think it's just it's the de-aging and that kind of movement effect that kind of syncs up with it. And yeah. I've heard some people say to me specifically, they like, if you watch it on a really good, like, I mean, because it's optimized for this. Yeah. If you watch it on, like, a 4K TV that has, like, HDR, like and it, it doesn't, it looks good. Oh, really? Because the clipping is, like, non-existent. You're watching it in a 4K format See, on I that TV. I watched it on a 4K in HDX, and... That's and, what somebody was telling me before. I, I didn't think that I don't it know if maybe that was them trying to justify it or whatever because I was talking to somebody at work about it and I was just like, I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I've got 4K in my living room and stuff. Yeah. I don't know what that's if I because I've not watched any of these movies. Yeah, yet, I so. think I, I, I thought I watched it in the best possible scenario for that. I was gonna say it probably looks better the other way. Like if you dummy down your graphics that you watched it on, it was on digital 4K. Was it was HDX's yeah. Voodoo's version of that? But yeah. Uh, but it's probably, I would imagine the other way, if you downplay it all, then your effects are going to look better because they're masked by shitty visual. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Same way that like a game performs better when you want, when you do it on a lower frame yeah. rate. I mean, um, that's, uh, that's, that's a uh, monster hunter. To yeah. a T. I, 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 on purpose, whenever I play Monster Hunter, it asks you at the beginning of the game, like whenever you yeah. start up your thing, if you want to play it um, in 4K at the best possible resolution, if you want to play it frame perfect, because it can be in 1080p at 60 frames a second. That's how I play it. Yeah. I on purpose bump it down to 1080p because it looks fantastic. But if you get that 60 frames a second, that's the difference. Like that makes or breaks you. That's like the full on difference between you getting fucking wrecked and owned by a monster. Yeah. Because those frames are like fucking precious in a game like that mm -hmm. being able to dodge shit it's like if i had the option to play a frame perfect version of dark souls or something like that yeah i would take it because every frame counts in those games yeah. being able to like not get hit absolutely yeah um so a lot better than i thought i watched um the backstreet boys uh documentary show them what you're made of <laughs> like, when's this from uh i think it's from like 
three, four years ago. Really? Yeah. Like whenever they first came back. Yeah, kind that's of when thing. they first came back. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was riveting. Honestly, I was so sucked into it. I it on IMDb. That not ashamed. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not ashamed to admit it. If you like the Backstreet Boys at all whatsoever, it was a really good documentary. <laughs> Um, there it is. 2015, five years ago now. Yep. Um, Damn! Look at that hair. And they they didn't hold anything back. I I felt like they were they were very honest about everything up to and including um, the sex that they were offered as mm-hmm. as boy band stars. Oh, yeah. uh, they you know they were those were like some of my favorite episodes. Whenever they had Fatone on uh, yeah. Tom Steve Dave, whenever he was talking about like the <laughs> like, passive instinct yeah. and people like had him having like drinking and drugs yeah. and sex. Like orgy parties yeah. and shit like that, and like all the different like things they would have. They're and be real offered. about it, and they're you know they're they're cursing and they're actually like being themselves. They're not yeah. being like a cleaned up version. No, I of would it. totally watch this. Um, what was would you would you watch it on? Um, I I recorded. I think it was originally okay. on something. I don't know. I recorded it a while back. Um, but yeah, it was it was uh, it was I was I was laughing at how much I was into it. Um. Not a. That's oh, also that's a, a song. song. Okay, that's what <laughs> I was getting ready to type it in, and I was just curious to see the uh, like where you could stream it from or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. And surprisingly enough, um, I'm also currently in the middle of watching the new SpongeBob musical stage show, like the like live stage show they're doing. They like Nickelodeon put it. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. yeah. They, uh, is that the where Tom Kenny's actually SpongeBob? No. They have. Uh, they did that for like a big anniversary special. Uh, for this the 20th, is like a, this was just, for, just a stage show. Yeah. Oh, well, this was, they did it for the twentieth anniversary. Okay. They had the voice actors come up and dress up as their characters, and okay. they performed like basically what was the equivalent of like one of the episodes, like one of the older episodes from nineteen ninety nine. This is an all original. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just saying. I get that, what yeah. you're saying. I was just saying. Well, like, let me talk they about my too. thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just messing with you. Um, I'm not finished with it, but it's actually really good. Um, and I was really surprised that this original like live show with uh-huh. like that's just a musical uh, is good. But so they've done that with the with the with like Tom Kenny and all of them mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Uh, for those playing at home, Backstreet Boys Show Them What You're Made Of can be streamed for free on Tubi TV or if you have an Amazon Prime Video subscription. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Or from iTunes for three ninety nine. but why would you do that if you could get it for free somewhere else? Yeah, Tubi. Especially hook. if it's Tubi. Tubi will hook you up. Because it's pretty good. free, free app, free TV, for, or free movie, I mean. Yeah, yeah I like Tubi. Um, and then last but not least, I watched Marriage Story. The, uh, uh, I wanted to the see this, Oscar but I'm nominated. also kind of scared like it would make me incredibly depressed. I don't. I didn't find it to be a depressing movie. Um, You're not married. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Um, it's true. Uh, no, I I thought that it was a good. So ScarJo is not my favorite. Hmm. Did and she have a butt double in this one? She didn't. I, not as far as I know. Damn it. Um, and uh, Adam Driver can, is your favorite. Can only be Kylo Ren because he's so stiff as an actor. Anyways, no, he's not. Uh, Yes, he is. He's a good actor. <laughs> he is so stiff <laughs> and not like in a hard on kind of situation um, that like they're not the best people for me to watch a movie of because mm-hmm. I don't really. But I was halfway through it before I was like, should I turn this off? And I was like, I've made it an hour. I might as well finish this. <laughs> Um, it wasn't bad. Um, it seems like an Oscar movie. Like, it seems like a movie that somebody would be like, this is for Oscar nominations, please. Um, You're not the kind of person that's overtly impressed by an Oscar nom movie. No. No. Yeah. I it's mean, like you watch a green book and you're probably bored. 
I don't know. I I just uh, I'm just, I just as find an example it. throwing it out there. I would love to watch Green Book. I mean, yeah. like those movies, they don't. I mean. You would love to watch Marriage Story, and you did, but it also is a movie that also partially bore you. The only reason I decided <laughs> to watch Marriage Story is because it was Oscar nominated. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's what you would do with The Artist, also, and sure. that was not a movie that anybody should watch. I'm uh, excited to watch Jojo Rabbit because I know it's it's Oscar nominated and that looks awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That looks like a movie that's actually worth the time. But these movies that are just kind of and I don't I don't even want to use the word Lord of the Rings was Oscar nominated. Like like I like boring movies, but like they have to have an interesting. What's your your favorite boring movie? Pie is a pretty good boring movie. Yeah, it's a very boring movie. (laughs) Did they play a is that the one is that the I haven't based watched it so book, long. Like based on the book? I don't know. Like no, not the, Life of Pi. No, not Life of Pi. I'm talking about there's a book called Is there called a book Pi. called Pi? Yeah, oh, I'm pretty maybe. sure. Because is, be. is, is there a part in that? Maybe I'm thinking of a different thing. Is you there a part be. in that where a boy's band plays a song called Imaginary Numbers? I don't believe there are any bands okay. at all whatsoever. All right. And I'm just thinking about something I don't know. Um, Who's in Pi? I, I, it's a total B movie. I don't even know if there's anybody in there. It's black and white. Um, this is, I'm thinking of a movie <laughs> and you, I think even let me borrow this movie and it was based on a book. Okay. That's not a lot of, and there's a boy's band in because it? there's, there's a guy that's a mathematician in it and he's in a band and he has band has is it proof. A, huh? It's not proof. Is I it? think it's proof. It's proof. Yeah. One of Paul throw. Yep. That's and it. That's, <laughs> it. that's it. You let me borrow it. And yeah, I, proof yeah. is really good. I love because I kept proof for like two years. Proof is After not. You let me borrow it. And I don't know why I never just gave it back to you because we saw each other all the time. Yeah. Proof is not. Well, I don't think I didn't want any awards, but it was a really good movie. No, it was a great movie. Um, it's kind of a boring movie. That's Anthony it. Hopkins? Yes, Anthony Hopkins is who's the, the, guy? Is who's the like, grandfather. Who's the main guy? I don't remember. That's what I'm saying. Because he's the one the like the, Yeah, because he's the, he's got the band and the band. She's like there. a genius. He's a genius. Yes. She's yes. his granddaughter. Uh-huh. And she's got the same kind of. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. Because the band is. Band is. I think also called imaginary numbers because it's yes. other things. And then they, co- they go up on stage and then they just, there's quiet it's because quick. it's imaginary yeah, numbers. They don't exist. And they're just like, thank you. And they're kind of <laughs> done. And I was just, that's the scene that I remember. I don't know why I thought I guess was pie and it was math. And that was when I was a really big math nerd. Yeah. And everything. You was, still are a math nerd. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Um, but yeah, uh, marriage story was, it was better than I thought it was going to be by the end. Where's it at? Um, scale. Meets. It's on Netflix. Me- meat scale. Oh, the meat scale. Yeah. Oh, um, for you, you don't have to. I mean, I would call you don't it. Have to, you don't have to sizzle it up any extra. No, because I'm just trying of, to decide uh, if it's a medium or if it's a medium rare. Oh, really? Yeah. That low? You don't think yeah. it's just a solid medium for you? No, because I would like. I would never watch it again. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's also some other Oscar movies that I can see that are really well done, and I don't know that I would watch them again. I've willingly watched uh, Schindler's List probably like three to four times. I've still never seen Schindler's List. And it's a great and amazing movie, but it's fucking depressing. Oh, yeah. But it's an amazing movie. But it's one of those things, like, if I never watched it again, I'd probably be for the better. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, I'm like, for me mentally anyways, just because yeah. it's, it's, it's literally a Holocaust movie. Well, that's true. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't, I don't even awesome. have the desire what to it see. leads to. I mean, it's Schindler's List. I mean, that's that's what it's about. It's about yeah. Schindler 
formulating this yeah. list of Jews and helping extract them and saving them, you know. But like I, a movie like 1917 yeah. looks like it's going to be amazing. I just, I'm excited to see it, but I have no desire to see it because yeah. it's a war movie and war is depressing. And yeah. I don't, I don't want to put I'm myself. Ex- I'm that. excited to see it. I know it's going to be horrible. I didn't know that Marriage Story was not about a couple getting married also yes, going not, into it, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that this was a, a story of how uh, ScarJo and Adam Driver met up mm-hmm. and uh, became a nice, happy family at the end. <laughs> and that is not how that story goes. It's not. <laughs> what about you? What'd you watch? Uh, two things. I queued it up because I forgot which episodes it was exactly for sure. I watched two more episodes of the uh, the Jeff Goldblum, according to Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Uh, I watched the RV episode and the coffee episode. Obviously, it's uh, still an amazing, great watch. I've still got three more, it looks like, to yep. go through. Uh, cosmetics, pools, and jewelry. We already That's talked Rama, about last actually. episode that we... Uh, we're getting a next season, uh, season two. two of this, yes, and uh, I'm excited for that as well. Yeah. Um, the other thing too that I was kind of excited to uh, to watch, and uh, just as a just on a whim, I tried it out. I I got Funimation now again. Um, What's that? It's an app to where you can watch any of the shows that have ever been produced through Funimation. Who, what do they produce? Uh, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Like anime type uh, stuff, typically? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Attack gotcha. on Titan. Um, they have the Devil May Cry series on there. Akira, Cowboy Bebop, all that stuff's all under the Funimation umbrella. Oh, gotcha. Um, it's just a big... It's basically like... It's your it's your NBC of anime. What's, you know what um, I mean? Like a network. What's the other one? The other big company? For... For them? anime. That, that does a streaming service? Yeah. Uh, Verve does a lot of anime yeah. What's stuff the, what's too. under what's the company under their umbrella? Uh, fuck, you know what I'm talking about. It's a yeah. big one. Yeah, I know. I, I'm trying to think of it right now. I <laughs> Doodle Bop. It's not Doodle Bop. You're making it worse. <laughs> I always do. Anyways, continue your story. Uh, <laughs> I started watching Dragon Ball Z with Betty specifically. I yeah. wanted to see if she would like it because it's very vibrant. It's got a lot, of, a colors. lot of colors. Yeah, a lot of colors, a lot of quirky, over-the-top anime stereotypical tropes that happen. Very People are very animated, you know what I mean, like inexpressive oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in that sense whenever it comes to anything on that show, with mm-hmm. the exception of whenever it's like serious, we're actually fighting time. Um, and even, even then, they're that, like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, even then, yeah, they're very expressive, and there's tons of colors and lights and stuff going on because, you know, you're blast for, like, doing the Kamehameha wave and shit, like, all over the team. Crunchyroll. Yeah, I, I was sorry. almost there. Yeah, I was trying to think of it, it was, still in the I back was so of my close head. to it. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, yeah, Crunchyroll. That's the other one. That's, that's, they, they house Dragon Ball and stuff as well, too, but they're kind of, like, that in the sense of, like, uh, comicsology, how they have rights to almost everything but, but they just can't like the get the full library of everything yeah yeah um some Funimation shows, is better Funimation is cool. like specifically for anything that has been under the Funimation uh, Funimation umbrella and they have everything full and they have subs and dubs on there cool. as well so if you're watching if, if Attack on Titan is starting mm-hmm. in Japan mm-hmm. you can watch it like the day as soon as it's done airing over there, yeah, you can watch it sub yeah. now. So you can watch that sub here, and you don't have to wait six months for them to finally get a dubbed version of yeah. it coming to the America. That's absolutely used to be. I don't know if it still is, but I for Attack on Titan, yeah, I don't think it is anymore. Now yeah. I think now that Funimation's got their own thing, they kind of and it, it's that. a full on like that is a Funimation Studios anime. Nice. So I think that they've kind of got the rights to that again. Um, she loves it. 
absolutely loves it. I think we've gotten to the point to where, cause I just turn it on whenever we're watching, uh, when we're here through the day, even if we're like reading a book or whatever, I'll just have it on the background, but we've gone through the whole beginning Raditz saga. Um, and we're almost all the way completely through the Saiyan saga, which is whenever you first meet Vegeta as a character and another Saiyan named Nappa and they come to earth and, uh, they're trying to stop Kakarot, who is Goku, the main, the main character from the series. Yeah. Um, and that's all. Uh, I've just been really enjoying kind of getting back into Dragon Ball Z in the first place anyways, and it was Very really cool. cool watching it with her. Um, but I that's like really it. all I've had a chance to watch, watch. We've had a lot of music come out. Yeah, there's a lot of music. There's a lot of music that just exists. Yep. Um, I'm going to go from, from least important to most important as of for me right now. Um, did you listen to the new, new uh, Pearl Jam joint? I did. Dance the, of the Clairvoyant. Yeah. What do you think? That's different. It took me. I, I finally was like, I'm kind of okay with it after about like the third or fourth listen. I think that's where I was at too. Um, I think I listened to it last night but, while I was putting up dishes, yeah. and I was like, okay, I kind of even get into even it. at this point, I'm still just kind of okay I with love it. it. I'm ready to hear a little bit more. I think that they they said on something that like we'll get another single in like two weeks. Okay. So it's May when this comes out, yes. the full album. Yeah. So we'll have another little bit of a taste from it. It might not be. I think this is like the radio single. Okay. And then we'll hear another one that might not be your on the radio all the time kind of a single. It's a lot more soon. like digitally, like digital drummy kind of. Than not I, something that I was expecting our no. Pearl Jam. Because even, even up until, what was the last one? Was that? The one with the, all the pictures. It wasn't Lightning Bolt, was it? What's the next one after Lightning Bolt? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, the one with all the pictures on it. Is that Lightning Bolt, though? That's not Lightning Bolt. Oh. Uh, I can't think of its name. Even up until then, regardless, Lightning Bolt or beyond, yeah. it sounded more still, regardless, like traditional Pearl Jam. Yeah, it was like Riot Act kind of like yeah. kind of feel to it. Yeah. like or Vitology or any yeah. of that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, so then we also got, have you listened to the new Stone Temple Pilot stuff? No. I've listened to a little bit whenever it was... Uh, when Chester was in yeah, there? Yeah, whenever Chester did. And I listened to the single first single that came out from the new singer guy. Yeah. Um, You've heard the new one? I, not the newest one. He, there was a, a single that came out after he joined the band. Not a single, but it was uh, they were playing... Like a live song? Uh, yeah. Okay, like so it wasn't were, like a new were, song. No, they were not play, it was one of their songs. Oh, okay. I almost said a cover, but it's not. It's, I know what you're it's, saying. It is it's a, a cover. song. <laughs> Jeff it just Judd's was covering it, but the other guys yeah. are playing it for real. Um, so they, I guess they announced a couple months back, we never talked about it really, but Stone Temple Pilots was releasing their new album with the new singer, Jeff Gutt, who's been in the band since, <laughs> I think, the beginning of last year. Even. Yeah. It's been quite some time. Um, but it was going to be an acoustic album. Uh-huh. Um, and that that much we knew. Uh, then they released uh, an, a, a single called, I think, Three Wishes was the first single. And I didn't really listen to it. I was like, whatever. Um, and then they came out with this other one called Fare Thee Well. Uh-huh. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'll listen to it, whatever. I'll bite. Yeah. Um, if you like Stone Double Pilots yeah. and you kind of like the Stone Double Pilots unplugged uh-huh. and kind of the vibe, kind of the yeah. swinging kind of vibe that they got going on there. Listen to these songs. Okay. Um, it's good. The songs are catchy. It feels like Stone Temple Pilots. I feel like the song I heard him like sing with them for the first time was yeah. Interstate Love Song. Okay. And his voice just did not mesh well with full band. Okay. It just didn't. I don't know what it was. It could it be didn't that that's a thing. Forward. It could be that. Yeah. Maybe that's why they went with an acoustic version. Maybe he yeah. feel. Maybe he's better at this low key version yeah. of Stone Temple Pilots. And than, I'm not asking him to be Scott Wyland. No, by he any doesn't. Means, yeah. Because I mean, it doesn't have to be 
see that by honestly any means i don't know if it's a little unnerving how much he actually kind of sounds like scott in yeah. these two songs cool um and that that part of it almost throws me off a little bit because you don't want somebody i personally don't want someone to go in there and just copycat sure um but i think they found somebody who's really good at probably playing the old songs yeah um uh, hopefully i don't know from the way you're sounding maybe not it was but. pretty iffy it almost sounded like <laughs> it, i mean i'm trying to think of a good way to say it it was like if you had somebody from uh, i want to say like a modern like sl- style like uh slipknot uh, no not Slipknot. Uh, somebody like I can't think of a band that's that, that to think of for it. Uh, Daughtry, sure, like a Daughtry in a way okay. that tried to go back and cover and play '90s songs, okay. and they were singing it in that sense, and it just didn't mesh well because it didn't have the same kind of flavor to it. I see. Yeah. It wasn't as natural. It wasn't like they were necessarily like they were just like I'm going to play the new hard rock that would come from any of these new bands yeah. that are out now, versus you know the bands that we uh, like to joke around and call butt rock from time to time. I got you. That we hear on the for radio. record, I don't call that that. I, I do. <laughs> uh, it definitely is, uh, and. Uh, yeah, it just, it just seemed like it didn't mesh well. But I'm, I'm going to be excited to hear it because, I mean, I'm definitely a fan of Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, I, I recommend it. I would not recommend it, and I would not be talking about it if I thought that it was anything less than good. Yeah. Um, uh, that Fairly Well is uh, really good. Three Wishes is, you know, it, it gets you by. Um, also, surprisingly, I listened to the Eminem uh, new album, Music Some to be Murdered, murdered by. by. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really good. It's, uh, I enjoy a fast rapper. Yeah. I, I if, if you're going to rap, give does me a fast sound rap. Like, does it sound like an Eminem album? It sounds like an Eminem album. Oh. Um, I, I thought it was really good. Cool. Uh, especially since I was like, I was talking about fast rappers and I was like, you know, I like Machine Gun Kelly. I'm going to go listen to him. Now, this was like a couple weeks ago. And, uh, to find a song where Machine Gun Kelly is actually rapping uh-huh. or even rapping at all, especially rapping fast anymore, is very few and far between. Yeah, not anymore. And that's He's actually of, on all 2K. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to go to MGK and for I don't really life. like MGK's all 2K songs that are on there. He's yeah. very not a fan. I'll watch him live all day long, like him with a guitar in his hand playing with his band and stuff. Yeah. I like that live. Sure. But the recorded stuff, it just doesn't do much for me. Yeah. Um, but th- I'm just going between like somebody who's known for being a fast rapper sure. and Eminem who's also known for being a fast yeah. rapper. Um, but man, he turns it on. I, I think it's a really solid album. That's good. I don't know if I've ever honestly listened to a whole Eminem album until this one. Yeah. Um, I, I heard the that the last, the last one was just as good, like a comic one. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard that it was pretty good too. It's got it's got good beats. It's got yeah. good good tunes. The melodies are really good. Um, but I I actually enjoyed it way more than I ever thought I would. <laughs> um, so if you do like Eminem, I imagine you may enjoy that. Yeah, man, you for may sure. enjoy that thing. A um, couple more things. Uh, Haley Williams. Yeah, uh, from Paramore, mm-hmm. her new single has came gone out. solo. Her new single "Simmer" mm-hmm. has come out. Yeah, um, it's good. I like it. Uh, it's it's where I would imagine Paramore would have gone, anyways. 
Um, I don't think so. Have you listened to the last album? From Paramore? Yeah. No, I don't okay, listen to Paramore. No Anything that I've heard on the radio from Paramore, I don't like. So okay. I automatically just am like, if I'm not going to, I mean, it's 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 and that's okay, the typical yeah. format. I just don't really care for Paramore. I love Paramore. So. I don't know that it was necessarily going to go this way, but from what I heard of it, I actually liked it a lot more than any of the other stuff I'd heard from Paramore. This is... The this is just a dark version of the last album. Sure. Like, like the last album was this exact tone. Okay. Um, it's it's just a little bit, a little bit, yeah, a little bit more poppy and a little darker. That's yeah. about it. Um, but yeah. Uh, so Haley's gone solo. My guess, my read on all this is that Zach, the drummer, has once again left the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, not Zach. Yeah, Zach. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. You don't have to know. Um, And instead of going through another lineup change like they have over the last, I think they've gone through a lineup every album for the last couple times, um, roughly. Uh, I could give you the history, but nobody cares. Uh, But on this song, the writing credits are the guitar player. Like the the guitar player Taylor York is the has the writing credit and producer. Yes, and and producer credits on this. So my guess is that the drummer was going to leave again because he's in Half Noise as his band, and they're starting to pick up some steam, and uh, and so he's going to do that. And Taylor's been with Haley for a very long time, like yeah. before Paramore. Taylor and Haley were kind of like Haley and Taylor's thing. Now it has become that. I mean, at a certain point, they were the only two in the band. Yeah. Um, so so you know, if that's what's going to be, it's going to be. And I, to me, if I'm the guitar player for a big band like that, an alt rock pop band, and they think they can make more success with her going solo. If I'm the guitar player, half the people didn't know my name anyways. So I might as well get writing and producer creds and yeah. let this girl get, get that big. Yeah, yeah. Get that money. Exactly. I mean, like you're essentially doing the exact same thing. He's yeah. still writing the songs. He's still, still going to be on the stage. You're yeah. still going to have the exact same amount exactly. of recognition. The only yeah. person that people, majority of people, I would say, they know, know from band. they know it's her. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so like her name's just going to yeah. be big instead of Paramore. This that's out, it. Um, I don't know if it's a new song or whatever by her, but this was it played back to back. At this that song played on um, on All Two K. I was listening to uh-huh. it and I liked it okay. And then there was I guess a maybe a new song from Grimes, and I never really listened to Grimes before. What's Grimes? Uh, I don't know. It's just like a weird moody singer. I think chick. That Grimes was on the Suicide Squad soundtrack. That's probably why yeah, I know they Grimes. played too. And whatever song it was that was playing afterwards uh, after that was done. Too. I I really enjoyed. Obviously, it was really cool. I forgot what the name of the song was, but uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, Grimes was uh, Medieval Warfare was the name of the song that was on okay. the Suicide Squad soundtrack. Yeah, that's, that's the not, only that's not that's what I was. Only thing I know about Grimes. Yeah. I don't really know much about him, but either, it was a good song. Know. So I yeah, it was. Uh, it's she's very talented, and it came out on right after. It was just like oh, it's like moody pop into moody pop, <laughs> yes. or maybe even moodier <laughs> pop because it's pretty dark. And it was just like <laughs> it was like moody anti pop into moody anti pop, and just all this back to back. And I was just like, this isn't bad. Yeah, yeah, nice. And then last but not least, my girl. Halsey dropped her album. She did. We got some manic up in here. She did it. Yes, I'm proud good. of her. It's good. I've listened I'm glad to it she a did lot. It. And uh, I, I don't have anything much to say about it except for it's a lot more mellow than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but given the singles, it it kept at that pace. There's a really good song with Alanis Morissette on it. Um, there's a really good song um, that I can't even remember his name. Um, I'll find it real quick. Uh, that she did a collaboration on there with, and I was like, this guy is good. Oh, is it the Nate guy from Fun? 
Uh, no, no, Nate Ruiz isn't on there. He that is. Was, no, he isn't. He's got writing collaboration. I saw it just earlier today. No, Dominic Fike is okay. the, is the. He's not in singing in it, but he helped write some of the stuff for it, this oh, album. But he, well, I'm talking about like the guy that's singing on oh, there. Oh, you're is good. talking about actual singing. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see that Nate Ruiz yeah. was on there. Yeah, but Dominic Fike sounds a lot like Nate Ruiz. Yeah, um, and so I I put his albums on my on I, my uh, library. To I check got down a hole because I didn't know his old band, the format. Yeah, and a song of that was suggested to me on Spotify called "From a B Sides and Rarity" called "Does Your Cat Have a Mustache?" Yeah, and I loved it. Um, so I was just like, I'm this sure guy sounds real. It. I was like, this guy sounds real familiar. I didn't know who it was, and I was just like. Holy shit! It's the guy from Fun. That's and then I looked down on his bio, and I was just like, "He said it's on. He's credited as writing some songs on Halsey's new album, huh. and uh, who's other uh, Kesha? He's uh, writing stuff for. Oh, I believe Kesha, Kesha writes too, yeah. all kinds of shit. Yeah. She's crazy. So he's. I don't think he's on the album, but he's helping yeah, write. I'm shit curious for if it. it's this song though that I'm thinking of. Not sure. He's no, it's not that one. Um, I was just. I was like, oh, that would be. I thought that's who you were going to be talking about because I was just like, I just saw that today. <laughs> Phineas O'Connell's got a writing credit on her album. You're a Phineas. You know who Phineas O'Connell is? No, that's a uh, uh, fuck. Now I don't know her name either. Um, just sweeped on the Grammys. Oh, Billie Eilish. Yeah, that's her brother. Is Phineas O'Connell? Oh, Phineas. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I was. I wasn't thinking about it. Yeah, she's in, she's not an O'Connell. She, they, so they called her an O'Connell. Like she's technically they said Billy O'Connell. Eilish O'Connell. Yeah, is what they said on. Is the her middle thing. name Eilish, or is that just a stage name? I think it's a stage name. What do you think it is, really? I if I was to, and don't look it up. Okay, guess uh, what her real name is. Yeah. I think it's Billy Billiam. I think it's <laughs> Billy O'Connell. That's it. I'm going to guess her middle name. Oh, you want me to guess her middle name? Yeah. Eilish. That's what I said. <laughs> and I said no. Her full name is Billie Eilish Pirate Baird O'Connell. Yes. She has hippie parents. She sure shit does. You can tell she has hippie parents. That's true. Good point. She has hippie parents that have fucking money. <laughs> and they were just like, hey, you and your brother are talented. Just write music and do what you want to do because yeah. you got to do what you love Absolutely. kind of a thing because the, they felt, felt it out. Yeah. Nate Ruiz is on the song Killing Boys. Okay. Uh, is his writing credit. You're yeah. right. He didn't know performance at all whatsoever. No. Um, that's why I, I that's saw I was good writing. To see I thought his that's name. Ed Sheeran wrote a, has got writing song, uh-huh. writing credit on one that's of her songs. And I guess Kesha has a new album out this year, coming out this year. Oh, yeah? And he's done two songs on that one with her. Not as writing credit, but he's just doing writing for it. That's what I I like. I want to see that dude do more. Like he's talented. I listened to to his uh, a couple songs off of his that solo album that came out in 2015. No, oh, it's so good. It's good too. I liked it a lot. I really, I like like him and I like his voice a lot. But I never really explored too much into it. I want to listen to more of the formats because I really, I really dug the. Just a weird, like, just simple format. Uh-huh. And it was kind of, yeah. <laughs> but the way that it's kind of broken down as, uh, I'm trying to think of a good band to kind of compare it to. Uh, maybe kind of like the Wombats in a way. That kind of, uh, that kind of a simple, like, okay. Uh, wombats, Strokes. That kind of a mm-hmm. thing, less synth than the yeah. Strokes for sure. Just kind of a very basic rock and roll band, but I, I, I like a good basic rock and roll. 
Yes, indeed. Yeah, it looks like he's got those are the two, Kesha's High Road and Halsey's Manic, or what he's offered his songwriting talents to so mm-hmm. far. Uh, I Local H uh, released a new single. I've always been a fan of Local really? H. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, not really that you were a fan, but really that they released a single. Yeah. That new was. single. New <laughs> album coming out in two months, I think. Uh, the single's called Turn the Bow, and it's really good. Nice. Uh, very reminiscent of... Uh, uh, some of the like the older albums and cool. stuff, very like fast pay, faster pace and stuff like that. Right off the get, um, it, it's it's really cool. Were if you, you with me when I went and saw him with Toadies? No, no, that was good. No, show. I saw Toadies. I think we saw Toadies together at the pageant. Were you there at that show? The I've one at the pageant. Him. I've seen him at the pageant. I don't know. I, this one was. They were not there with them though. No, it they were at Pops when I saw it with them. Yeah, no, this I saw Toadies at the pageant. I guess with you were there with me. But uh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but uh, no, I haven't got. I've never got to see Local H, even though they they play around, around quite a bit. Time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I've never got to experience them. Usually I love cheap them a shows lot. too. Yeah, um, and then the other band is uh, Joy Wave. Always, uh, I've that always like sounds familiar. Yeah, the older uh, band. Not old, but uh, like maybe started big in like 2013, 2014. Um, There was a guy that that does uh, DJ stuff, uh, Big Data is his name and he released an album their their song is kind of in a collaboration with them uh that got him really big and more recognized it's called dangerous, dangerous. Uh, not, not that one not that one mm. <laughs> uh but uh They've got a new album coming out in March as well um, called Possession, and they've got a few new singles out that you can listen to. The newest one is called Half Your Age. Really good. Um, very uh, got a, like a synth pop rock uh, kind of disco-y vibe to them in a way, kind of like Spoon in a way, if you've ever listened to Spoon. I've listened to a little bit of Spoon, but not yeah. a lot. Not enough to recognize it. Yeah. Or uh, kind of like uh, LCD Sound System in a way, mm-hmm. which okay. I, I adore LCD Sound System, but I didn't really listen to these guys too much. I went back and listened to some of the older albums because Dangerous technically isn't on an album of theirs. It was the Big Data guy's song and his oh, album, okay. which I listened to but they were like when it came out. Yeah, because it says like it says Dangerous featured by Joe or featured <laughs> Joy Wave. Dangerous X yeah. Joy Wave. No, that was prior. This is pre X on, yeah. na- on names of songs. The like the, you know, when the kids won't know what dimensions are. Yes. They'll think that it's just numbers collaborating. Halsey, Halsey Cross Joy Wave. No, none of none yeah. of that. It's just um, numbers collaborating. Yes. Um, but uh, Half Your Age is great. My favorite single that's come out from it so far is called Obsession. Um, it plays on, on Alt-2K quite a bit. Um, if anybody likes that genre of music, I definitely heavily recommend it. It's, uh, it, it, it makes me fucking vibe out like crazy. I love it a lot. Cool. Um, and I was excited to see that it comes out in March. So uh, those are my more recent listens. Nice. Um, I read another Star Wars comic book adaptation of a movie. Uh, go figure. I, I read the uh, Solo comic book. Solo. Did you read what was what did we talk about Rogue One last time? I talked about Rogue One, Last Jedi and uh, Force Awakens. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of which keep in my head which movie adaptation thing you've read. Yes, I think this is the last one that I hadn't read before. Okay. Um, as far as movies go, um, I've read all the the prequel ones. 
or all the all the 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 original trilogy and the prequel uh-huh. ones before but uh solo was good same kind of thought process filling in a lot of a little bit of blanks giving you some deleted scenes yeah type thing um i love that these things exist yeah and that they they kind of are kind of filling in the blanks and giving you those deleted did you scenes. listen to the iBuy comics too yeah where they're talking about that I liked that Q was bringing up so many references to like comics and stuff yes. like that. He's just like talking about this happened in this. Yes. And Walt was just trying to like question. He was like, well, then no, that happened in a comic already as well, too. I yes. mean, they answered it with it. It was just like, yeah, more people <laughs> need to know that this shit's out there actually yeah, already. <laughs> absolutely. Except for it's not real anymore. It's yeah, a, I know. But, but I mean, still. Well, and, but he's right in that it's, I mean, it's all just, it's a, a, a big vault of story that you can just take from. Like, yeah. they can build their new myths off of these yeah. crazy other myths that were kind of Real existing. Not, it's, it's fun entertainment Stories and are almost so good. More, fun, more fun than half of the shit that we get that's Star Wars content yeah, out absolutely. there anyways. And yeah. I, I adore it. Well, and with comics being a visual medium, like it's just, you know, and you don't have it's to... It's movies that don't move. It's actually, it's <laughs> movies that don't move. It's ease. Do they think they make a, a Star Wars comic book that has no words that's like a flip book? That'd be amazing. You know what I mean? You just flip through it like a movie. And then they have a, like a, they need to do that, but put it on a machine that does it like, that flips it at a certain time and then have a recorder that starts at the same time. And then you would have so you uh, like actually have a film version of this comic. Oh yeah, book that's a good point. That's of just a thing. film, isn't it? I mean, I would watch it that way. <laughs> like that's just a movie. That's actually, just an animated movie. A, <laughs> actual, li- in the most literal sense, a comic book movie. <laughs> <laughs> that is really just animation, I guess. When you like, yeah. you're saying, let's flip this flip book at a on a timed machine with an audio track connected to it. That's just an animated Somebody's like, movie. Wow, we've never thought of that before. <laughs> Um, so that's good. And I've been reading the Oz comics. I'm almost done with them mm-hmm. on the Marvel app. Uh, digging them, loving them. Uh, the stories are so good. Yeah. And I just can't say enough about the, the Oz world. Uh, Oz they get world? into a lot of... Oz world cobblepot? Oz world cobblepot. <laughs> they get into a lot more worlds than Oz. Yeah. Like, as that story, those stories go on, like, and you know, the second one goes into Ev... Mm-hmm. EV and then uh, but then there's the third book they get into this one and like they every book they get into a different world essentially except for one of them gotcha but uh, yeah I dig them I love them a lot what have you been reading uh, I have now done my exchange as we talked about previously oh, and yeah, I'm on Marvel it. yep I've been reading uh, Oz <clears throat> as yeah. well yep I've got through I think the first four issues of the first one that's following through just with the movie the basically regular, yeah. to a T um, but it's very charming like I said before I mean I've read parts of those yeah. issues before whenever it first initially came out I think it was 2008 um, I think was that's the first run and I think I have like the first five or six issues um, but um, I, that art style is amazing it's yeah, adorable it's I love mood. it yeah very very good um, um, and we've talked about it before, but I'm excited to go into the other worlds. I've never read any more of the other stuff other than that first one. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and I'm excited to finish it out too. Um, I think I'm as far as like the lion, 
if okay. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think that's where like four or five is at, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. Um, and then the thing that I started picking up and reading more so in depth was I've read the first six issues of uh, a Morbius run that they did in 2016. Okay. Getting to know um, a little bit more of that vampire. Yeah, because I don't, I know some, but I don't know, really know too much about him. Anything. And I kind of wanted to see like what he is because this is this this run that's in like 2016 kind of picks him up and makes him very like Punisher-esque. He's not a villain. He's a very much an anti-hero. Yeah. Which is kind of um, what we were talking about based yeah. on the trailer and things yes, like that. That's a, I didn't know if that if they're going to full on go villain with him in the movie or if they're going to go anti-hero route, yeah. what they're going to do. But um, I, I just kind of picked a point what, what I thought might be a good one starting point. It's really cool. Um, this is kind of him. Uh, he's already had the transformation happen initially. He's putting himself in a different city, putting himself away from everything else that's kind of on the outskirts of New York called Brownsville. And, uh, I don't like that. There's, <laughs> there's a, yeah, basically... Uh, You're going to Brownsville, baby. <laughs> there's one large gang that kind of runs everything that goes on in this town and a multitude of other gangs that have been trying to kind of lay like waiting uh, for something to happen to Are this gang. Are they the gang. gangbangers of Brownsville? No, they're not. <laughs> they're wait, They're in wait, kind of waiting for this gang to something to happen to topple so that way there's kind of like a fight for power oh, in okay. And um, whenever he comes into town, he kind of fucks some shit over by quote unquote accidentally killing the guy that's like the leader of the gang and it kind of it, it has this thing like his rage gets too much for him he lets basically the animalistic vampire part of him take hold and he can't stop his like bloodlust or any of this I stuff gotcha. because he lets go of like the scientist part of him he goes fucking basically halts out on him you know banner on him, yeah. yeah so he just hulks out on this guy and like bites majority of his throat out and tries to like immediately like fuck I'd realized what I did and is trying to do everything he can with this other guy to save him mm-hmm. and then uh, the gang leader's sister comes in and it kind of already opens up Chuck, a massive you my brother. Yeah, it kind of already opens up and not I mean they're from New York so <laughs> um, I would imagine it'd be like you killed my brother you know uh, <laughs> but you said it's, it's not outskirts it's Brownsville <laughs> Brownsville New York is uh, is is way it's, different than New York City down New York. south yeah um it might be down south from New York. I don't know. <laughs> it's southern it's, New it's, York. It's it literally like a borough, like not a borough, but you know, like a, a subset, like a yeah. whatever they call it, like a subdivision area. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, she's uh, she she comes into play and. He kind of snaps again, almost kills another guy, realizes, like, I can save this guy. And she was like, you don't understand you've like what you've created. And he's like, by doing this, it's just vacuum and void of people and other gangs that are trying to, like, come into play and trying to become, like, the new leader. So you meet different people. Like, there's, like, different groups of different types of gangs and mm-hmm. stuff. And who's going to be, like, the top dog? And he kind of is, I'm assuming, from where I'm at, it kind of left off where this, where my my speculation would be something along the lines of like uh, this this void's needing to be filled maybe he's going to try and help her like stop or put a stop to these other gang people so that way she can kind of step up and fill that void of what her brother had in that role I'm kind of seeing it kind of go that way of him trying to be that anti-hero to kind of bring it back around and and kind of find resolve for the shitty thing that he did um, because he couldn't control his rage but him as a character is pretty cool. cool I mean like I said it's very like a yeah, like an anti-hero, even more anti-hero version of the Hulk. Because I guess the Hulk, in a certain sense, is kind of anti-hero-esque yeah. in some comics. Just the way that you know the he way they play him. Yes, yeah, I think he's he's that way. But it's all the time instead of played that time. Hmm. 
Um, we ever talked cool. about the difference between a gangbanger and a gangbanger? Like a gangbanger, like a like a thug guy, and a gangbanger isn't like we're gonna have sex with a bunch of people. Yeah, and the fact that they're like it's the same word. Yeah, but I mean, you you can tell it's like it's like it's context. It's like it's a it's like classic Zach Galifianakis bit. <laughs> you think it is? It's 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 yeah, the it's the Zach Galifianakis bit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The, yeah. She had a crack baby versus <laughs> yeah. she had a crack baby. Yeah, I think it's it's very similar. It's very to similar that. to that. Is but that? I mean, in the sense, in the context of like, it's all played about around what you're saying, the words around it, and how you say. But it But you could say, it. "Look at that gangbanger." Yeah. And you could all you could talk about a thug think, like, or think, a chick who's ready to get it on with a bunch of dudes. Yeah. I guess. I mean, mm. or you could just say slut. We don't slut shame. No, we're not slut shaming. She no. is though. No, I'm not, there's no shame in her game. We're just saying this is what she you're is. Just, you're just appreciating her game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No shame in the game. Appreciate the game. One hundred percent. What about <laughs> IFNZ? What does that stand for? I feel New Zealand. <gasps> I'm shocked. Thank you.